Hello everyone, welcome to episode 13 of Runax Radio. Uh, I am Prime Hunter Gabe. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no. wow. And I am joined by Prime Hunter Gammy. Yeah, we're starting with that. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, episode 13, lucky number 13. Oh, yeah, the old baker's dozen. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's the uh, Skaven's number, mate. So it is Skaven's number. Maybe you should jump on them. Maybe before. I should. Yeah, be good. <laughs> just be good. Just leave. Leave the uh, yeah, yeah. Forget forget all the work you've been doing. Yeah, and that's just it. Go straight into kick it to the curb. Yeah, straight into Skaven, just for one week. Just for then one then week. It, yeah, next episode, then you can right, go back on okay. to Slanesh again. That's how it works, right? Right. Yeah, something like that. So what Gammy's saying is, we're going to record another episode in a week. Yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Maybe. Well, we'll see. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll maybe see. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what are you drinking today, Gary? Uh, so I am on the old Larry's. Oi! So it's a local brew. Look at um, It's a pale ale, so it goes down quite swimmingly. It's, very nice. Uh, very fruity, but yeah, the Larry beer. If you oh, haven't tried it, good. haven't tried it, get amongst it. They're very tasty. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Hey, good me, man. Shit. I have had... Oh, gosh. Boy, have I had an up and down last couple of weeks that's exciting uh it's the up bits were exciting yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um no it's been it's been a tumultuous time in mm-hmm. life for me mm-hmm. um i'm not going to go into it too deeply mm-hmm. because this goes out to a lot of people and it's probably not everyone's business sure. um but yeah just just dealing with some adjustments in life and some new, you know we've got some Got some bad news, and then we got some other good news, That's and good. it's just it's everything's balancing out. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, hobby wise, mm. going very well. Mm, good. Uh, yeah, been crushing out painting, mm-hmm. which has been excellent. Uh, I believe last are we jumping straight into hobby? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, I'm gonna do it, and then we'll come over yeah, to you. Yeah, sure. Um, so I've been working as everyone knows. I've been working on. A Slanesh army, mm-hmm. for better or worse, mm-hmm. uh, with the goal of becoming the best Slanesh player in all of Australia. Oh, wow! All right. Okay. There you go. Now that sounds like a lofty goal. It is. It is. <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> Two years ago. To get. Impossible. Yeah. Uh, in the current state of things, yeah. uh, frighteningly easy mm. <laughs> because. Mm. Only three people have posted results. Yeah, its popularity is uh, uh, one of the lowest. It is yeah. one of the lowest. Uh, the current highest ranked Slanesh player has a whopping 10 point uh, little little marker on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of 100, is it? Out of, out of a possible 300. Out of a possible 300, yeah. good. Yeah. So yeah. If, you win a, if you win a large event in Australia, yep. you get 100 ranking points. Right. You get a maximum of three hundred. Mm-hmm. So you you take your best three results, mm-hmm. uh, and currently with Slanesh, the best result is a ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hopefully that's achievable. Cool. I don't want to speak too soon because I haven't posted any results yet mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be the one that's too hasty to uh to poo poo anyone else's work before I've put up my own. That's fair. That's um, fair. But yeah, I've been painting Slanesh. It's been a heap of fun. I've started work on Glutos mm-hmm. and I've started work on Sigvold. Nice. And nice. both of those models are ridiculously intricate. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're um, model Slanesh, which already 
have their kind of style to them. Um, and then Glutos in particular has got, you know, his super chariot he's on with all <laughs> yeah. his extra bits. And then he's got his monsters. He's got himself. Like there's quite his a little, lot of details His little entourage. To it. Yeah, which it's a beautiful model. And the cool thing is, is you'll have that as a centerpiece and then Sigvald as a nice little off character absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And it turns out he absolutely bangs on the table. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's like, pretty great. Sigvald is actually... A super scary dude. Yeah, man. He's uh, exactly what Fulgrim should be in, yeah. in 40K. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, he's he's great, man. He's really mm. cool. So you've been smashing out the fiends. I've seen uh, yes, how many I'm... have you finished now? I've painted three. Okay. And I'm working on my second set of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've painted up the Enrapturess yep. since we last talked, which yep. is the Harp Lady. And I painted up my third battle line of Hellstriders. Nice, nice. So I hit all the goals that I wanted to yep. and went above and beyond. The army is almost done and then it's on to the summoning pool and a rather ambitious display board okay. for the heats. Cool, nice. Um, which I got really inspired because Adepticon is yep. on yep. as we speak. As we speak, yeah. Uh, and Adam Trunzo, who is one of the guys over in... America mm-hmm. has done. I don't know if you saw it or not. Yeah, the, this with the ridiculous yeah. Yeah. display board where it's basically the Crimson Keep mm-hmm. uh, with all these vampires, and it's like two display boards that slide together, and the thing's like six foot tall. Yeah, it's well, I think it's so cool. He's going to the doubles event as well, and his partner actually has another tile that slides in oh, with it as well. So it's really cool. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's um, that's so cool. It's a very cool piece. I don't yeah. know how he travelled with it. I have no idea how you transport that. Yeah, thing. Um, um, but that's cool. That's that's exciting. So is yeah. it just going to be like a whole heap of dildos? It's just one big dick. Okay, uh, basically, yeah. sweet uh, with a stairway around. No, yep. I'm kidding. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I think. That's a great idea. It's, it's not well. It has to be a, like Games Workshop appropriate because well, it's okay, for the well, heat. All right. So if it's Games Workshop appropriate, buy a rubber fist, a really vain okay. rubber fist, yep. and have that sitting in the middle of the table and uh-huh. the stair- staircase going around that. Okay, that's probably a bit more realistic. It's than, realistic, and I mean, just a dick. Really, would anyone question it? And then if they question it, you question them. Yeah, and be like, be like, I don't understand what the issue is. <laughs> What's wrong with a rubber fist? And ask them to explain to you exactly, exactly yeah, what yeah. is wrong. And then have like butt plugs as the objective. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah? Uh, it's, it's an option. Hey, man, you're, you've already thought about a costume for... <laughs> I have. Oh, man. The committed. costume. Yeah. This has been... A, yeah. I've, I've been... So there was... It, it started with... What inspired me was uh, Dayton. Yep. From Party at D- the All Dayton Points. Dayton O'Bray, yep. Dayton yep. O'Bray. Yep. Uh, he, he rolled into LVO. Yes, yep. And he was rocking around in DTs. He was, yep. Got chased by security. Got chased yeah. by security. Yeah. His, his, the tough crowd had to basically uh, smuggle him around the around, <laughs> around awesome. the tournament. Yep. Great story. Mm. Like, hearing him tell it is hilarious. Mm. Um, and that kind of inspired me. I'm like, oh, man. I need to, like, you know, not... Well, I need to show up the Canadians, right? Sure. sure. Like, you know, put no, ourselves on the map a little bit. You're picking on the most polite people in I, the world. Well, and like Dayton is like a super polite dude mm, of mm, the polite people. Mm. So, um, anyway, I, I, I've i toyed with the idea of cosplaying. Poor choice in words, continue. 
What, uh, yeah, that was a poor choice. Of, that was you've considered poor. the. I've considered yeah, not toyed the idea of cosplaying. Yes. to the heats, mm. right? And I may have uh, talked this up a little bit more than I intended to. Great, and very prematurely. Bad choice of words. Yes. Um, because at the time I had no set concrete plan of what I was going to do. Right. But I've committed now, mm. and now I've found myself in a very tricky position. Mm. Where now choice of words, mm. uh, <laughs> where I have to find a appropriate an costume. appropriate costume mm. that reflects the army without getting me arrested. Sure, sure, and that won't get me on a list. Yep, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Because um, you still need to walk into a games workshop. Store well, I still yeah, I enjoy where children the, attend. <laughs> I enjoy the privilege of. Being able to walk into hobby stores without the cops being called. That's fair. That's um, fair. So, yeah, I need to find a an appropriate costume. Cool. I look forward to seeing what's in the works with that one. <laughs> me too. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's in a, I mean, it's way easier for me. I just find a tree costume. Exactly. Well, that, this so, is the thing. I yeah. pick, like, the worst army to oh, try yeah. and cosplay. Oh, yeah. Because I'm basically... A, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Slanesh is all about depravity, so you could just it find anything that. Well, it's it's all about excess. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be like no, no. Sexy you could time. just like literally dress as like the dude from World of Warcraft episode of South Park, the guy that's really overweight. Just I could. There you go. See, excess. So, I could. I could bulk up. Yeah, it'd be fine. There you go. Fine. That's a that's a plan. That's a, that's healthy... a plan for a couple of months' time. Is <laughs> yeah. To put on a hundred kilos. Just gain a hundred kilos. Yeah. Sounds like so a... that's part of your hobby goal as well. So that's awesome. part of my hobby goal. Well, so Bulking that's good. Out. That's that's exciting that you've smashed out the army because I am not going to lie. A couple of months ago <laughs> when you said, I need to get the Slanesh army done and I gave you the challenge of the heats. Yes. Fully expect you not to meet that goal. I fully expected to fall short of that goal as well. You, you've smashed it. So that's good. I'm it's on exciting. track. I haven't mm. done it yet because I've still got a whole summoning pool to paint. Yeah. Don't yeah. forget that. Yep. Yeah, true. true. Um. So I've got a couple of characters. I've got some jewellery on the fiends to finish off and then they're done. Yep. Uh, and then it's on to the summoning pool. Cool. So there's still plenty to do. I do. I am going for hobby goals cool. as well, cool. as always. Mm-hmm. So the display board is an important part of yep. that. Yep. Uh, and that is also a pretty time intensive mm-hmm. process as well. Mm-hmm. So it's by no means over the line. Uh, but I think we'll get there. Cool. I think we will get there. Nice. Well, that's exciting. That's good. That's good. Good hobby update. That's yes. good to hear. Yeah, so that's where I'm at, everyone. Nice. Nice. Good <laughs> How stuff. about yourself, Gammy? How I have, you have been? done absolutely nothing in regards to hobby. I've, well, that's not true. I've basically a couple of months ago, the um, Oskiliath Ruins mm. came available as Hell uh, yeah. on sale because um, they had been unavailable for like 12 months, mm-hmm. so you couldn't get them. Um, and I got a message from one of my mates who said they're online, get amongst it. So I bought three sets of those. Um, so they came along probably about a month ago and I finally built those. So I've now got full table of terrain based on Osgiliath. Really easy to put together. Beautiful kit that's over 20 years old now. Like it's just unreal that they've got that as a kit still. Um, so I've got to paint that. Um, but I'm thinking of... Like, I'm trialing with some different ideas of putting together some, you know, like, weathering stuff and all that sort of thing. But, 
yeah, apart from that, I've built those and then I have not picked up a paintbrush, but I have been working on my hobby house. So my little hobby room yeah, at the back of our house. Photos so I've of this. Learned how to plaster and I've learned how to paint. So as in paint the walls and that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's all coming together and then hopefully by the end of next week I'll have that completed in a nice little hobby room and Very cool. get the Wii U in there so I can play some Mario Kart 8 and Super Smash Bros <laughs> and have good. a proper man cave, get yep. a bar fridge in there. It'd be good <laughs> yeah. fun. So, awesome. Yeah, so that that's pretty much the only hobby I've done. I haven't really done anything painting-wise. I picked up 20 snakes the other day from um, Tim. He was selling those for one of the boys. So I got 20 snakes in preparation for Doc. Um, they are 10 bow snakes built, and then I'm hoping to just do 10 combat snakes as well and play around with those so just as a alternative to the silver neth is, oh, is rocking the dock so yeah very good. have those to paint but apart from that yeah that's that's been about it for hobby wise it's been a lot of list writing a lot yeah. of a lot of playing around with some different ideas um i'll talk about my events that i went to with silver neth but still trying to work out what to do with the 115 points that i've got in the list mm-hmm. um also playing around with corn as well just for casual games because they'll never make it to the competitive <laughs> tables again but yeah man it's um about that's that's been about it for hobby i haven't really had too many games i've been to two events um played carwin a couple of weeks ago for his legion of the first prince list um planning on playing luke taylor tomorrow so i haven't played him in close to six months so be good to have a game against him again so that'll be tomorrow um, played the Doctor a couple of weeks ago, played his KO, so he's got a really cool KO list that he's mm. playing around with, and yeah, just trialing some different things, and yeah, that's been about it, so. Very good. Yeah. I have to, uh, I have to get my Beast of Chaos army to the Doctor, because he is, Yeah, he's, he he's is, uh, well and truly he's amongst deep the, into well, the I'll chaos. get it, I'll get it before I go. Yeah, that's And it. then, yeah, and that's the best <laughs> way, I'll get it to Tim that way, so mm. that'll be the best way to do it, but. Absolutely, mm. he has mm. fully embraced mm. Chaos. And He's I am, amongst it. And I am here to enable him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enable, <laughs> enable. Uh, sweet, man. All right. Um, you have been to a couple of yes. events. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about the Gauntlets. Yeah. So um, Henry from Toowoomba has been running some one-day events. He's got a series called the Gauntlet Series. Uh, I think I spoke about it in the last episode, but um, basically heap of one-dayers, um, one each month, all the mm. way up until November. Um, each time you go to each event, you build up like points for the whole series. And then the final 12, I think, or the final, yeah, I think the final 12 go to the ser- like the grand final, mm-hmm. um, and they actually win proper metal gauntlets, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, Henry's been doing those. What I like is that he's done them in Toowoomba. He's done, uh, one in irresistible force at logan mm-hmm. and he's doing another one in irresistible force in burley so he's doing that as his next one i think and then goes back to toowoomba and it's basically designed to get around to yeah. different areas in brisbane so everyone has an opportunity to go to one and yeah and get stuff. the points that way so um yeah i've i went to gauntlet two i think the last time we recorded i was talking about going yeah, up the mountain so. with tim yeah um and i, re- I remember that because it, that the gauntlet got mentioned in uh, a certain statement. Oh, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Pat's, man. Pat's apology. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was uh, like, yeah. that's um, between 
Yeah, that, that seems that like recent. an age. It oh, seems it does like seem an like an age yes. ago, but geez, it was. Yeah. It was great. It was perfect. Um, and I appreciate Pat's support in going to Gauntlet. Oh. Um, so I'll briefly run through the yeah, two events. It is um, think of it as like a six-game event, basically. Yeah. That's that's the best way to do it. Because your list so, stayed list the same? slightly changed. So okay. the list that I went to with the first one had a battle mage from Haish, which was... No, sorry, Shaish. Whichever one's the the light, okay. which is basically neg one to you get pass protection as a spell, oh, which yeah, is okay. neg one to hit your picky unit wholly within eighteen, and they get neg one hit. And it's not even wholly within eighteen. Anyway, really cool spell. I usually put it on Lariel just as an extra defense. Throw herself up. So Gary Hoschild actually uh, he did a grudge um, against me, and so game one we we had a great game. Um, managed to get the win out of that one. And I think a lot of people were pretty shocked that Sylvaneth won a game. Um, okay. when I was winning, a lot of people were walking past the tables and, you know, like Tyler was there and he kept saying, he's like, what, what's going on? Like this army's terrible. Like what, how are you losing to this? Like it was, uh, you know, in Tyler's way of doing things, but, um, yeah. So I managed to get a good win against, uh, against Gary. And then in game two, I ended up coming up against Sons of Behemoth. And they were... So this was just after Kragnos got the update. Okay. So with the, the scroll that we spoke about where Kragnos got the 3d6 charge for everyone and really cool, you know, yeah. a really solid ability. Um, and we were playing in the Vice, so it was a terrible mission for... That's a tough against, game against, against Suns Because, yeah, it's just, you know, they get to funnel exactly, you know, take away all of my benefits, which is teleporting around and doing stuff. But yeah. I tried to kind of bleed him a bit to stop him from getting to where he needed to. And then with Kragnos making 3d6 charges, it's just mm. a really tough army to kind of escape. Um, so that's where... So I got pumped that game. It, it was turn three. It was a turning point where uh, four of Alario's attacks went through with the beetle. Oh, yeah, um, okay. And one of the gate breakers was left on 10 wounds and it was Ren 2. So he needed to pass four, six up saves to basically oh. survive. And he passed all four. Um, and I, I kind of stood there and just went, okay, cool. And that managed him to pile in around onto an objective and took away my battle tactic as well. So it was oh, a bit of a no. bit of a ball breaker because then yeah. his turn, uh, Kragnos came in and did 36 mortal wounds to Ilariel on the charge. Oh, so yeah, when he rolls... It's one his, of those games, huh? Yeah, it was. It's Because his weird mechanic of dice rolling, like if he rolls two ones, then it's two mortal wounds. Cause yeah. It's, oh, it's one mortal wound, I no, think. No, like one multiple, times one. Yeah, yeah, some... So, but he rolled yeah. double six when he went in. So that's uh. 36 mortal wounds just straight off. So just deleted Ilariel. But, um, so I got the loss on that one. Uh, it was tied up until turn three and, and, um, the opponent went up, he ended up going, I think second place at mm -hmm. the event. Okay. Um, so he went undefeated for the weekend cause yeah, he, right. he, I mean, it's giants and mm -hmm. with Kragnos, it was pretty good. It was th three great, uh, two gate breakers and then a man crusher and, um, Kragnos, like it's yeah. a pretty rough list, but yeah, yeah. Um, so that was game two. Then game three, I came up against Chris Eddy, and he was running Night Haunt with Nagash. Um, basically, became a I don't want to say cookie cutter list, but it did become a cookie cutter list. It's I saw quite it, common now. Yeah, isn't I saw it? it now. Like basically, that weekend there was some other big events around the world, and, and very similar lists were doing quite well. Yeah. And um, LVO was on, and I think they ended up making it to the finals with 
um, yeah. Nighthorn and Nagash, and a lot of people were shocked by that. But, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, managed to... Chris was, I think, turn three. Um, he got the priority, rolled in, just shot Alariel off the table straight up, oh. and, and then uh, put four... So I think it was actually a Linda lifted a veil, did six mortal wounds, then did her spell, did six mortal wounds. Oh, right. Uh, he was just rolling sixes, and I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're like, and oh. then Nagash rolled into Drycha and had four arcane bolts, and he rolled 12 mortal wounds. So it was oh, four, four sixes when he went in on the charge. So I kind of stood that's there a, and went, well, that's not the way yes. to go. So it was a one-two for that event. Yeah, okay. Um, Tim ended up taking best presented for that weekend because I actually said in the last event... With his Lumineth? With his Lumineth. Very so I, good. I said uh, in the last podcast that I really like a you know, hobby prize with the Silverneth. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm really proud of him. So... Uh, lost by a vote on that one, so it was 15-14. Oh, it was 15, 14. oh um, no! But you know, Tim's Tim's army is unreal. Like, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful army. That's um, the thing; you can't even get upset losing nah. prize. Like hobby prizes are one of those things where everyone wants to win it. Like yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. Like you and I yeah. both are going for hobby prizes mm-hmm. every event that we mm-hmm. go to, and when you lose. You can't be upset when you lose because yeah. you're like, well, that army is better because yeah, it's it, amazing. It looks great. Yeah, and the good thing is it was a fellow Mango as well. So oh, very uh, good. It was not a problem. Keeping so. it in the family. Exactly, that's right. <laughs> and uh, Dave ended up taking away that one. Uh, he got the win with his Worlds list. So he was rocking the Dragons and Long Strikes. Yep. So he got 3-0 that weekend and basically pumped everyone 20 mil. Which was good. Uh, I mean, that's what you want out of one of our world's players, correct. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Dave ended up coming first at that one. And um, yeah, so I, I think I was down towards, I think I came about third last or something in that event. So I was like, well, oh, Sylvaneth are the worst. But what I did was I actually reevaluated the list and went, what's working and what's not? The 115 mm. points in the in the Battle Mage, I found she was really good. I ended up using the Wood Elf, um, repainting the Wood Elf. Yep. Beautiful um, model. Sorcerer, I think I showed you in the last recording. Um, I think the hard part is is to get the full 115 points. She has to get a spell off every turn. It's not yeah. guaranteed. It's not reliable. Nagash showed me that when he's unbinding eight spells at plus three, just basically standing there, just going, "No, nah, you're not getting it." Like that. That was hard for me to yeah. kind of deal with. Good thing is, is that that list. I thought, okay, well, if I come up against it again, how do I beat it? Mm. What do I need to do? So what I've changed for the list now is I've put in five Dark Riders. So they've made it Ooh, into the list. Okay. Um, ended up using Glade Riders. So why not Very use good. the, the yep. Wood Elf models? But um, the idea behind that was to have another screen. Uh, it's 10 wounds on a 4 plus save. They have shooting as well. They're a movement 14 unit, 16 inches on the bows. So they're fives and fours on the bows, but it's three shots each. So still 15 shots. It's not, not horrible, but it's not great. Um, the idea behind it was to have another screen and a really big moving screen. Mm. Um, so ended up going to Gauntlet 3 last weekend, so the weekend just gone. Um, and yeah, it was a bit of a different event for me. So that was at Logan. Um, rocked up with the new list with with uh, the Glade Guard. Uh, sorry, with the, the Glade Riders or Dark Riders. Um, the other thing that I like is they give a neg one to your opponent's bravery within 12. So if any units are within 12 of them, Neg one bravery. So it's okay. a nice little bonus for Dreitch's spell. Um, but basically came up against Nicole. So I've played Nicole a few times at um, various events. And uh, she was rocking Nagash in Nighthaunt. 
So oh, it no. was a very similar, it's happening again. similar list. So <laughs> I thought, okay, this is interesting. Um, we were playing in the mission where it's old border war. I don't know what it's called now. Mm. Feral foray or something. It's basically your two objectives in the middle and then your home objective, which yep. was four to your opponent. Um, Nicole gave me first turn. Uh, I just kind of moved up, put my things down, summoned where I needed to, just kind of needed to get out what I needed to and get in position. Um, Nicole then took her turn, handed Dusted Alariel off in turn one oh. through a portal. Um, oh, no. So that's where I kind of went, okay, cool. This is a really interesting position to be in. Um, and Dreicher and the three bow hunters, along with the three scythe hunters, ended up taking the gash off in turn two. Oh, wow. So I actually, uh, in Nicole's turn, she charged in against the, uh, I think it was like five uh three revs so i've put the three units of five in the hunts of the heartland so it was like the five of them and three scythe hunters and the gash could not get through the scythe hunters at all really so they were at plus two to save because they grew their roots and they had the plus one save from um the tree lord ancient i also just went for plus one save on them again with the (laughs) um so he, he didn't roar me but basically yeah, managed to say, okay, well, he's they're plus three, essentially. Yeah. Um, so they're at a three-up save, five wounds each. They have three attacks each, threes and threes, Ren two, damage D3 each. Yeah, which is not terrible. And Nagash doesn't get a deathless minion save in Night Haunt. So ah, he, he only has either. his armor save and he only has his mortal wound save. Right. So what I managed to do was I did nine wounds to him with the Scythe Hunters mm. in, in her turn. And then... Um, I gave her turn two, so that was turn one. So I actually yep. one priority gave her turn two. So okay. I thought I'll give her the double now so yep. I can kind of control it a bit later. Yep. Initially, I thought this is a terrible mistake. Like I've, I've made a terrible that mistake. That was the first yep. thing I thought yep. is I he's thought, just okay, going to yep. bank up arcane yep. bolts and yep. just nuke them off the yep. table. And Nagash did store up some arcane bolts. Uh, Nicole didn't roll fantastically. Okay. Um, she did kill the... Uh, so I think she got the Scythe Hunters down to one um, okay. on one wound. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, okay, cool. Um, then I teleported Dreicher out of combat. So she was in combat with um, three spirit hosts, hosts or something like that. Uh, teleported out, got a range of Nagash and so did the three bow hunters and they managed to clear off uh, Nagash as well as the Tree Lord Ancient with his D6 yep. shot as well. So it was basically throw all the shots into Nagash I knew Nagash was the biggest threat on the yeah. table. Um, so turn two, bottom of turn two, Nagash is dead, Alariel's dead. So both yeah. gods yep. removed from the table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I then won priority into turn three, so Nicole got to pick which objective was taken, mm-hmm. um, which was naturally the one with all the models on it. Yep. Said, yep, no worries. I didn't make the same mistake that you did in, oh, very in good. <laughs> uh, Con. So I went, cool, home objective had 10 chain rusts on it, so I spent a turn and a bit getting to yeah. that objective, clearing off everything on the right hand yeah. and basically Dreicher just did the work along with Tree Lord Ancient. Um, it was funny, Nicole got to, we got to the bottom of turn five. Um, Alinda was the only model left, oh sorry, her Canwraith with um, Arcane Tome was also alive in the back corner. She basically okay. wanted to keep the, the Grand Strap, which I thought was a great Oh call. yep, fair enough. Uh, I, I just wanted to get some extra points so I went with uh, Kill the General. <laughs> yep. And the Tree Lord Ancient went in. Um, 
managed to get Alinda down to one wound and didn't get the object, uh, didn't oh, get the no. battle tactic. But because I had all the objectives, I was just racking up too many yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. Ended up getting an 18 to win on that one. So Ooh, the one. differential wasn't enough to get a 20 nil, but that's okay. okay. Um, 18-2 was fine. I was more than happy I was with that. Say, that's still... Nicole, again, brilliant opponent always. Um, she had a great time with killing Ilariel. I think yeah. that was you know, <laughs> yeah. a real highlight for her. And, you know, it was, it's always a tight game. And Nighthaunt, ignore all my rend and all of my abilities so mm-hmm. uh taking out Alariel for me is a bit of a blow to the army as well because it's my healing gone it's it's a, a you know a bit of damage through the spells but i kind of knew that was kind of the way to go and obviously having a portal nearby is never good no <laughs> um so i came up against sean muller then in game two um stormcast so stormcast so sean has played stormcast since the say, start of age of sigma one of the most hardcore stormcast yeah he players. is basically sigma he yeah, yeah he, he's always <laughs> played them um love and he's always done well with them that's that's mm. what i like is that he's very similar to tim a couple of years ago where tim was only ever running stormcast events and that and that he was racking up wins with that sean's always been a solid player he's he's finally got his his uh, day in the Ooh, sun. Yeah, big time. Um, we were talking actually over pizza at lunch that um, you know Sean was saying I just feel really bad because I'm running fulminators I'm running long strikes. <laughs> he said you know I've I've kind of gone the way that and I said to him stop worrying about Man. it because <laughs> stormcasts were terrible. Dude, Sean Muller has ago. paid his dues. Yeah, he has. Yeah, exactly. He's not like he's gone and chased it chased the meta and just went no. on oh, like he's had those the models. meta landed in his lap correct it, which, it was exactly where it yeah, needed to be and so exactly. david i was saying to him don't worry about it like yeah 100 played all the way i get matched up against it then <laughs> and i was like well here we go um this is where the hunter um war scroll was being used the battle scroll oh uh, yes uh, which we'll talk about after this but um Again, I actually messaged Henry when it came out, and I said, "Man, can we use it this weekend?" Like, <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. "Silvernether Hunters, yeah. like, let's let's get some bonuses." <laughs> and Henry was actually all for it because he wanted to see it in action. And obviously, the Twitterverse had blown up, and yeah. everyone was saying how terrible the update was. Um, so yeah, Sean had the long strikes. He had the fulminators. So mm. he had two units of two fulminators. Had the long strikes. Um, we were playing the mission where you can't have reserves, and then your reserves that come in can't charge or shoot the turn oh yes yep yep whatever that one is great mission um interesting because uh, i started halfway through my first turns magic phase and henry actually came over and was like sean where's the rest of your army and we were like oh it's in the sky and he's like oh no you and then poor sean's panicked the poor guy like he's he's so lovely (laughs) and he's like he's like i feel really dodgy because i know where your army is he said do you want to redeploy do you want and i said no no don't worry about it Anyway, um, <laughs> I knew that the best way to kill my army was through the long strikes, doing yeah. the double shots. That's yeah. how you get rid of Alario. It's how you get rid of Drycha. Yeah. So I wanted to avoid that happening. So what I did was this is where the five Dark Riders came in mm-hmm. like massively as a massive um, opportunity here. So first turn, I, I just kind of screened off the entire table. So I yeah. wanted to stop him from teleporting anywhere. Yeah. basically and and i actually ended up uh cock blocking him a bit because the first turn he just wanted to do the teleport throw up the long strikes kill everything and then just kind of mm. go from there and move through um he didn't get a chance to do that he actually teleported and then realized because he's like okay cool so i'm gonna put him down here and i put the nine inch 
mm-hmm. markers where all of my models were, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I, it's I can't get to where yeah, I need to be." And I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." Yeah. So he he only uh, was in range to kill, I think, like five um, tree revs, and I was like, oh. "Man, you, you can have <laughs> you them. That's fine. Don't even best, roll the best dice." Best eighty points ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then turn two, I managed to keep priority. Um, Alario killed two Fulminators, so that gives me two points just straight off the bat from doing that because Fulminators are on the War Scroll Armor Hunter, so I get it, yep. the bonus there. Um, I'm then using the Dark Riders the entire game. Just there, <laughs> just moving as a screen because Sean knew that to kill my army, he had to get to the good stuff, mm-hmm. and I was just feeding him shit units, basically. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it came down to... In the final turn, Sean needed to get two units in my deployment zone. Um, the Star Drake that he was running, the base is massive. Didn't get a long enough charge and pile in to be oh. able to put his entire base in. Um, it was really tight. And then I, I as a smart ass I was, was like, I'm going to show you how it's done. <laughs> so I then uh, grew a tree with the wizard on the 3D6 mm-hmm. cast. Uh, she went through the trees and teleported over there. The Tree Lord Ancient, who was also on another tree nearby, he also gets to teleport through. So even though you can only do it with one Sylvaneth unit, trees just the tree men and tree lords just do it automatically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so two dudes went into... I think it was turn four, sorry. So two <laughs> went into there. Um, then I was hoping to win priority because then that would have got me all four objectives. Oh, sorry. Yeah, all four objectives. And yeah. It would have been a really strong point then to kind of control um he won priority got the long strikes to basically he went okay worked out the maths Mm -hmm. said that he had to kill the tree lord ancient and the general and that gives him a four point swing because i get my he gets his grand strategy kills a monster so that gives him the four points because i had killed two units of fulminators oh i was four points ahead Based on that. Oh, right. Because the Hunter update. Oh, right. So he split his shots. Oh, no. Uh, Never split uh, yeah. your shots. Killed the Tree Lord Ancient. Um, and oh, no. put the wizard on one wound. She was down to one wound. The Star Drake then went to shoot her, but there was trees blocking the line of sight. Oh, cheeky. So it oh. actually saved her. Uh, I couldn't get my battle tactic or anything that turn, but managed to hold an objective, um, get a point, and then my grand strategy, he got his grand strategy, and I went up by four points. Massive swing. It actually came down to Sean and I were talking about it, saying it would have been a draw in prior to the battle tactic, so uh, prior to the Hunter update, sorry. So again, it was a really interesting game. Um, Coming up against Long Strikes and Fulminators, which are, um, at the moment, they're the cutting edge of the meta. And I mean, they are in Fulminators, particularly in living cities, because they yeah. can just do whatever they like. Um, but it was interesting because Sean and I were talking about the game, and it was nice because Henry even was talking to me about it afterwards and said, my army, I was playing my game. Um, mm. Sean said to me in turn two, he's like, I'm used to just going teleport, shoot that, shoot it twice, charge mm-hmm. him with Fulminators, just kind of... Play, yeah. the, play the game that it should be. Yeah. And because I was using screens, because I was using trees, teleporting around, kind of getting to where he needed to be, Alaria was still doing a six damage shot from distance and mm-hmm. it was just enough to kind of make him a bit nervous with the Relictor. He didn't want Absolutely. that to be nearby. 
Um, so again, and he actually said in turn three, I think it was, he's like, man, I'm, I'm really struggling with how much I'm having to think. And I said, well, that's all the challenge that I want with Silvanek. Yeah. Like at the end of the day is if he feels he's being challenged. And great. if you're, if you're forcing your opponent to make the, Errors, every, yep. every decision you make yep. them, yep. you know, that you hand to mm, them mm. is a decision that they can get wrong, you know? Well, and, and, you know, like turn three, um, I pushed Alariel into the middle of the table, trying to push for the double turn. Yeah. Um, because if I got the double turn, the six long strikes are dead. Yeah. I put her in range of the spell, so he had no unbinds. So I put her in, in range of her spell, which is whatever the casting value is, each dice on a three up is mortal wound. Yeah. He wasn't close enough to the objective, wholly within 12 to get it after save. Yep. So that would have been them, would have shot them, charged them, game yeah. over because they're yeah. worth four points to me then absolutely so sorry three points because they're reinforced they're reinforced and, then, uh, and yeah. you're a yeah. hunter yeah so yeah. again it's that sort of thing of always play the what ifs but like never yeah. you know everyone's saying oh if i had have got the priority you know yeah. i hate that but it, it was that sort of <laughs> yeah. like it was it showed you how close the game was yeah, and that's absolutely. the main thing um so two two nil up yeah yeah um Feeling pretty good. Okay. Uh, I, I was 18-2, and then that game, I think, was like a 16-4 or 17-3 yeah, with okay. the way that the differential, it might not even that much. But anyway, Dave was joking, saying, you know, we're going to get paired up against each yeah. other because we're both on two wins. And I was <laughs> like, Dave, I said, if we get paired up, I'm going to flip the table. Yeah, okay. So sure enough, uh, <laughs> we, we were out at the shop just, I think we were just dicking around just doing stupid shit but then uh matchups came in and naturally i get paired up against dave on the top table so um really good position to be in i was i was stoked to be playing for first place you know yep exactly so i was playing first place it's dave's world's list um i i knew we both knew what the game was going to be yep what it meant was that the pressure was off. We were both having a good time. Absolutely. And so Dave, when we were setting up, was like, cool, man. So my um, Knight Draconis, he's got the Arcane Tome and his spell ignores line of sight blocking terrain. Ooh. And I was Ooh, like, that's, that's fucked. Good. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? I was <laughs> like, why are, why are Stormcast players yeah, not running why? this more? And, yeah. and I so you know, and I was like, and I've called out to Scott, who's the table next to us. And I was like, Scott, Dave's running this bullshit spell I didn't even know existed. <laughs> And then Dave started chuckling, and I was like, "What are you on about?" And he's like, "I made that up, man. There's no oh. such spell." <laughs> I was so, gonna say, yeah. that's pretty crazy." Yeah. So he was. So it kind of showed you where we just we knew the, the way yeah. the game was going to go. I wanted to see how much I could push it. I was about to say that yeah. opens up that game for you to yeah, like well, if you it's know Dave's game to lose, like yeah, it's, it's Dave's uh, game yeah. to lose, and yeah. you can try some big. Like swing for the fences, yeah, yeah, plays. absolutely, yeah. It's, I think see what I, you can do. Stuffed up deployment a little bit. It was hard because it was with the real corner deployment that really mm. stuffs you in yeah. the back. Good for Dave because he can teleport the long strikes where he needs them to, and then double shot, yeah, and go from there, bang bang. So he took first turn naturally because he he wasn't going to go easy, and I'm I'm glad he didn't. Uh, killed Reicher first turn. Um, so I misplayed her, like misplaced her. I put her on mystical terrain just hoping to pass some six ups i thought maybe he couldn't get through yeah okay enough there and i was hoping with a you know plus one save on a two up you know i'm passing half of those and hopefully but she's only got 10 wounds so she she just got deleted Mm. um moved up made some plays where five and five um i think six and five sorry because he got the monster kill 
going into turn two, Alariel's in position to basically go, I'm going to fuck. So yep. she comes in, <laughs> um, teleport. I managed to teleport her through the trees in turn one. So she was in the middle of the table. Um, turn two, he kind of moves around, gets into combat with stuff. Um, Ilario kills Battleline and um, gets me an extra point there. So we're, you know, we're trading blows. It's a pretty close game. Um, Ilario then takes 10 wounds from the dragon. Oh, I was like, what is happening? Just like, <laughs> Dave just spiked on his rolls and I just rolled terribly on my saves. But um, yeah, it was like the dragons were in the middle of the table. So his unit of four, which got cut down to three. One of them died to the trees in, in the charge phase, which was awesome. Um, didn't get priority. So if I got priority, Ilariel's healing up those 10 wounds that she's taken straight away because she's 2d6 heal. Got another th- another d6 if she needs with regrowth. I'm also killing the long strikes. So I got the long strikes down to one wound. Oh, nice. So one model on one wound oh. in turn two. Oh. Um, I It was interesting because then Dave needed to pass. He had no CP left and he needed to pass a battle shock test and needed to roll basically a one to i think it was a one and a two he needed to hang around naturally rolls the one of course um so once i'd lost that priority game over 20 nil to dave and and we just kind of talked it out and we played it out um i managed to keep my general alive just by staying in the trees and he couldn't get to her but um yeah it was just a foregone conclusion there it's interesting afterwards dave message i think we were messaging back and forth in in our chat and um Dave nailed it on the head and he said, when I'm lucky with my list, it's really oppressive against your army. He said yeah. to be in the game the way that it's currently at. Now, obviously the way he's honed his list, mm-hmm. it's a world's list. He's going to yeah, worlds with it. He's built it he's been to practicing serve a it. certain purpose. He went 5-0 at Vic GT the weekend before with it. <laughs> yeah. Like he's It's it's pretty much like taking a gun to a knife fight and going, yeah. let's do this. Um he said for me to be anywhere near his list, I have to be lucky the entire time. Yeah. And I just wasn't getting some of the dice rolls through, some of the saves, some of the kills, like mm-hmm. not getting the kill on the long strikes. That three points gone that puts, you know, like it's a eight point swing then. Because you go yeah. five with your battle tactic becomes eight. I managed in that turn to kill battle line with the monster. So it becomes nine points. And that's where as a player... That nine points, if it's me on the other end of that, I go, shit, okay, that's nine points. Like, yeah, I've now got two turns to catch up on that because, yeah. you know, you're getting five points a turn. It's the only way to do it. Whereas then I'm kind of racking up points. But mm-hmm. really interesting game. Um, obviously, that's the way it was going to be. Managed to take fifth, I think, fifth place and um, nice. picked up Best Painted. So, oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. So it was a um, really nice... Uh, yeah. thing because the way Gauntlet works is once you get best painted you can't win it again so oh, every time cool. you go it's yeah. it's basically then at the finals your army is on display and everyone votes and then there's yeah, a final very cool. best painted oh as a that's result. very cool it's a really clever way of doing it that's so a great way. um obviously losing out to a point in Gauntlet 2 with yep. Tim I, I thought okay yeah. well at least people are appreciating it uh, you know it was like 15-14 vote there um, Jordy was at this one, so his Ooh, beautiful Beastman army. Yeah. I that was my vote, so yeah, that man, obviously went to Jordy. That's such a good army. Um, he's won plenty of awards with it, and, and um, very deserving of it. So that's where I was kind of like, okay, well, there's a, a bit of a challenge in that, um, but managed to get a fair few votes ahead of Jordy's army, which was awesome to see. 
Um, so yeah, managed to pick up best presented. Um, went two one with Silvernet. Yeah, like very good. At, man. at a playing Stormcast twice yeah. and a Night Haunt Nagash. Like it's a, so you weren't playing soft. Loose. No, no, it wasn't a um, you know guy running his first event or you know Nicole's a seasoned player. Um, yeah. So is Sean, so is Dave. Like yep. I played three yep. players who were regular tournament goers. Um, so yeah, I was, I was stoked with the two ones, stoked with oh, the result. Very good, man. Um, really keen for the next one. So I'll be going to Gauntlet 4. Gauntlet... That's the 10th of April. So That's... a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's up Gauntlet in Toowoomba. Yeah, yeah, I think it's on the Sunday. So I'm planning on going to that. Yeah, very cool. Um, I'll still take the Silver Neff just because they're good fun and, yep. and I really want to hone it going, going ahead for heats. But yep. yeah, that was the two Gauntlets. So oh, if we went it as a six gamer, yeah, I would have gone three, three. three. Yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah, so you oh, know, straight down then. the middle, which yeah, it's exactly yeah. where they're kind of at. And at it's moment. like you're trending in the right direction yeah. as well. Like your, yeah. your results are getting better and mm. you... Mm. I think people are... It's it's interesting watching the community realise that it's not a joke army. Yeah, I because, think... Um, because of the reps that you put in and how much work you put into like squeezing any last bit of life out of that army. Yeah, and, and I I think that the thing is is that I'm playing against some of the best players in Australia every yeah. week. Like Tim, Dave, Pat, Gary... Uh, Carwin, yeah. you know, people yeah. who are regular tournament goers who go usually first place or second place in an event. Yeah, like they're um, not strangers to the podium correct. at yeah. all. <laughs> so I'm playing them nearly on a weekly basis mm. um, and they're running lists that are that they want to win and yeah. so do I. So it's not like we're just going, oh, let's see how far we can push Silver Yeah. Um, you know, 100% of the time I'm trying my best there and it's yeah, good yeah. to see what I can do against those certain lists. Uh, the game I had against Carwin the other week, he was running Legion of the First Prince. Mm. And I managed to get the win out of that game. It was really tight the entire time. Was that using the Hunter's Update? No, well, that, the Hunter's okay. Update hadn't come out then. Right, so okay. I, as soon as the Hunter's Update came out, I thought, wow, well, I had killed his Corn Demon Prince. Mm-hmm. I had killed uh, the Bloodthirster. Yep. And I also had killed um, the... Pink Horrors? Pink Horrors as well. Yeah. So there was a fair bit in there where I kind of went, oh, there's some extra points. Mm. Um, you know, and, and that's cool. It's really cool because you, it, it's nice in my mind to go, all right, well, there's some extra points there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, really stoked with, with the events. Um, Vic GT was also GT. on uh, the same weekend. No, it was the weekend before because Dave before, came to. Yeah. Um, Awesome to see a big event Ooh, again. Yeah, it's um, good. The Victoria boys always put on a good show. The Bendigo boys go nuts. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, had massive FOMO, so you, oh, you watch those events. Yeah, and, big time. And obviously, like Dave and Tyler travelled down for it, and yeah. um, I was I was excited to see what those boys could do. Yeah. Um, Dave went five zero, so he mm-hmm. managed to get second place. Um, yep. Strength of schedule. He also got. Uh, Best sports, I believe, or his second. He got second for best sports, so he, he is still a picked up. A, yeah, I, I was very confused by it, but because um, Dave, he he can come across as, I guess, some people don't know how to take his sense of humor sometimes. So yeah, I think most people do, which is good. So yeah. I'm I'm glad he picked up a sports folks. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's because, great. Uh, it just shows you. you that people even are playing against. You know, long strikes and and dragons, they can still have a good time. And, yeah, 
And they, <laughs> uh, the Hunter's War Scroll wasn't out by that point. So that weekend was actually when the Hunter Battle Scroll came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the Corn update also came out because oh, uh, Scott was saying Pat reading it out, as in Pat Nevin reading oh, it out down at Vic GT, no. was one of the funniest moments of his life. I would have yep. paid like yeah entry some, at the some door good, some good money i think he should have done like it as a stand-up just oh you know, yeah you know, read it out like the saturday night reaction live reaction yeah yep. everyone's yep. been on the turts for most yep. of the day yep. just get up there on the mic and just yep. go for it yep so um <laughs> looked like a good time joel graham took it away with his uh slaves to darkness army yeah. which was really cool to see very cool and then third Rock place the iron golems i believe yeah it was a it's a really cool list he's got archaeon obviously yeah um and he's got the varangard and he's got the the marauders um but then he's got yeah iron golems yeah, big... and um the untamed beasts i believe yeah, as well other... so it's just kind of yeah it's good i like it a lot it's a cool, it's list. A cool list and archaeon's obviously still unreal yeah. um and you know the the general or not the general the um Chaos Lord on foot gets teleported up with Archaeon so mm. he can double pile in and do his shenanigans. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's cool because you see that a, a list like that where Joel's clearly played it a lot mm-hmm. um, go really well. Yeah. Joel McGrath, I also think he got... Joel McGrath came third. Third with yeah. Beasts. With um, Beasts of Chaos, baby. Awesome. You know, he's he's been pushing Beasts around for a long yeah, time. Um, I think... His most successful army was actually Slanesh, but he obviously went forth at CanCon yeah. a couple of years ago with Beast, and yep. that blew everyone's mind across the so world. So he was my... Because I did... I jumped in on um, Pete Atkinson's article mm. with his power picks and his... Yeah, his, I read that. Like, yeah, picks. yeah, yeah. And I was doing the chaos list, yep. and Joel McGrath was my power pick. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, if anyone's going to take it yeah, yeah, all yeah. the way, it's going to be yep. him. And he came third, which I was yep. stoked with. Huge, yeah. Um my party pick of like coolest list was a guy who was running all corn demons just balls of steel yeah I think I saw that I don't that know how he yeah, went I'd I need to chase that up be good to see what it was I would love but... to see how he went hopefully not wooden spoon uh, yeah but he crossed. was like yeah. playing old school murder host yeah yeah, just I saw that a, list actually I, I, I read the article and, and that's, <laughs> yeah. that's that's what's great about big events is that People like Pete will write up an article about it, get people like yourself yeah. and, and others from around the world, because it was from around yeah, the world. Yeah, it was. Um, and, and, you know, like Vic GT, it's it's really cool. Sydney GT is coming up now, so... Is, um, that's the next big one. It'll be a big one. Um, really keen to see what happens there, because Chris and James usually do their own spin, like they might put some realm rules in, or they... Are you t- hold on, are you talking about Sydney GT or Sydney Slaughter? Uh, Sydney GT... So Sydney GT is Chris and James. No, no, that's Magro's. That's the big one. Oh, okay. And then Sydney Slaughter, Slaughter is like yeah. two months later, and okay. that's the mortally wounded boys. Right. Okay. And that's the narrative. It's typically like historically, Nar- yeah, like it's been very kind of narrative driven. I listened to Chris and James the other day. They're yeah. not doing that. So they're they're, not, okay. they're just doing it as a flat out AOS three. Right. They, they were looking at putting in some caveats around yeah, dragons okay. and stuff like that, but. Yeah, I think they're just kind of saying AOS three. Let's run yeah, it. let's yeah. just let it run, sort of. thing. Because it's still so. fresh, it's still new. Everyone's yeah. still getting their head yeah. around it. Well, Sydney GT will be interesting as well because yeah, Magro will run that and yeah. do a good job. Um, and it's cool to see those big events because I think oh, that's what everyone's so missing. Good. Everyone's missing a good big event. Yeah. Because um, we went like eighteen months without without like I think because I was... think teams was about the only. Yep. 
Yep. And and that ran in like the little pocket. Yep. Where of there like was no freedom outbreak here. And it was only yep. Queensland. Yep. And other than that, like yep. you know, New South Wales and Victoria didn't have big events. Yeah, for there was no, ages and they in. haven't had one for and years. Now they're so. back, baby, and that's cool. It's really good to see. It's good to see the people who were in the scene before are still in it. Yeah, um, you know, like, uh, and there's one day is going on. There's other small two day events going on as well, and it's really mm. cool. I think New Zealand had one last weekend, and yeah, um, that was really cool to see people posting that. So you know, there's lots going on. Super excited to see from a competitive point of view. Also seeing what lists are at the top as yeah, well. Yeah, man. Um, there's no army at a 70% win rate like there is in 40k. So yes. Dave, Dave and I were talking about this on the weekend at Gauntlet saying, yes, there are some standout like units. And yeah. yes, there are some problem armies. Yeah. Um, but to consistently win with those, like Dave is a very good player. And so that's why he's crushing it with the list that he's got. Mm. I could put that list in someone's hands that's brand new and they wouldn't know where the combos are or they'd know what to do and just say, okay, cool, I'm going to run its course and and do the teleport, do this, do that. Um, But not know how to react to something when it it Mm. turns against them. Um, So I think that not having an army at 70% win rate in 40K at the moment, Tau and um, <laughs> Custodes. Custodes and then Elder? the Harlequins are now up there as well in a 68% really? win rate Ooh. and then Eldaria coming out into the meta so they yeah. uh, there hasn't been any big events where they've smashed it yet Yeah, but basically <laughs> Adepticon is happening as we speak correct so. yeah so and, and you know Codex Creep is a big thing in 40k yeah um I, I'm a big fan that there isn't a 70% win rate army. Like, oh, absolutely. Data man. says there's people in like high 50s. But realistically, like the highest we've ever had was Slanesh when they were smashing it. Yeah. And then Daughters, which was yeah. the last book iteration where it was Sisters of Slaughter Heavy sort yeah. of, you know, hordes sort of thing. Um, so I think it's in a really good spot. Uh, I quite like where Age of Sigmar is at. Yeah. You know, having Slaves to Darkness go... 5-0 at a big event mm-hmm. having Stormcast Eternals go 5-0 but then Beasts in third place as well like <laughs> yeah. yes Beasts got an update yes they're it was in a an really inc- good position it was an incredible update a, a great update and yeah. but it's nice to see that people get their time in the sun and that's where three years ago it was Slanesh then it was Flesh Eater Courts before that like yeah. there's always a bad guy that everyone goes yeah. I don't want to play against the that army man. Yep. yeah and you know it's it's just one of those things where I think at the moment seeing all these competitive events is really nice. I mean, Seraphon's yeah. a big problem. It seems yeah. to be where in England where everyone just goes, I'm going to buy the next best thing. Australia has its own meta because we have <laughs> to learn our armies. Like yeah. I've put in money to Sylvaneth knowing I'm going to run them for 12 months at least because yeah. I have spent nearly a thousand, well, probably a grand on them. Um, wanting to get the best out of it and I'm yeah. still wanting to buy more things for them because mm. I want to try some different armies out and that's where we're like Australia has that I guess we're forced to learn our armies yeah and go back to the armies that we're pissed about it sometimes like <laughs> we'll go back yeah. and like I'll go back and play corn I'll go back and play daughters I'll go back like yeah I've got my armies there so because it's not sustainable to chase the meta as hard as exactly yep as hard Unless as, you've got disposable yeah. income. Unless, Unless you can hey, go... If you're a yeah. single guy and you're on yeah. 150k yeah. a year, maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but like, I've got three kids. Yep. I, you know, I'm not jumping. I mean, I've got far too much Warhammer as it is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. I'm not looking at Daughters of Cain getting a new book and being like, oh, I could buy Daughters of Cain. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not, doesn't yeah. even cross my mind. Well, and I think the thing is, is that it's a little bit different because we don't have, like, Seraphon doing really well at the moment. Mm. We don't have people in this, in, well, we do, but they're not, like, prevalent, is people to go, I'm going to go spend a grand on Seraphon and then just decimate it yeah. at tournaments with it. And so we also have the tall poppy syndrome in our culture oh. as well. So as soon <laughs> yeah, as you're running, do. as soon as you're running the hot <laughs> shit, like people are at you like Dave, I'm more than happy to always pay out on him running dragons. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just what we do, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good position to be in. Awesome to see events happening, even in New Zealand as well. Like it, it's great to see that happening. So I'm, I'm, frothing for a two-day event yeah cannot wait for one which i think is going to be heats but yeah uh yeah so had a couple other things happen okay we did um let's do in in we'll switch the order up so we'll go the hunter battle scroll because we've spoken about it that's probably the most relevant yeah and we've spoken about it a few times in in the last thing so your thoughts okay so are we are we assuming that the listeners Oh, everyone's, people, everyone's seen it. Is. We all yeah, know yeah, what yeah. it is. I'm not going to. We don't have to read the blow blow. each one. No, no, no. Um, I think it's a nice. Oh, how do I put it? I don't think it necessarily fixes those problem armies that we were talking about. Um, I think it's a nice gesture, mm-hmm. and I think it's a nice little bump for armies that are doing it tough. I think it's a nice little knock down for a few armies that are doing it very very strong um but there's a couple of there's a few little comments that i want to make mm-hmm. the first being um bonus victory points don't mean anything if you can't kill them in the first place sure. so for example slanesh let's look at one of their worst matchups, which would be Sons of Bama, mm-hmm. right? Which is a huge damage check army. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get... If I kill a Gatebreaker Gargan, I get four points, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So I've killed a monster. Yep. I get two points because it's a Gatebreaker. Yep. And, and I get another point because yep. I'm a hunter. Yep. Right? That is going to take me all game. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to commit so many resources to killing one Gargan that I'm going to lose the scenario. Sure. Like, for me, that those bonus points don't do anything, right? Sure. Now, I'm not saying that's going to be the case in every game, and I hope that I can get into a position with my army where mm-hmm. I'm comfortable going into Gargants, and that's an army that I can take down yep. consistently. That may be the case. It may not. So, yeah, there's that. I think I think it kind of is a bit of a gesture that won't be necessarily relevant mm-hmm. in a lot of times. Again, like the Stormcast Dragon Army against Slanesh. Uh, Stormcast Dragons don't care mm. because they're going to go, oh, they're the important things. Ba-pow! Okay, now you have fast units that are just mm-hmm. going to melt to combat. There are a few units that did not make it mm-hmm. on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, Sentinels for Lumineth Realm Lords. I'm very surprised they are not on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably the main example. I'm sure there are other ones as well. 
Um, there are a few allegiances that didn't make it on as hunters, mm-hmm. namely corn. Yep, sure. That is probably the most obvious one. Mm-hmm. And I think that may have come down to the fact that they got the celestial tome and that may have been perceived as, oh, well, they've got a bit of a boost. They probably don't need a second boost. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get to the corn <laughs> celestial tome. Yeah. But I think that corn were in a position where they needed all the help they can get. Whether, again, it comes down to <laughs> whether making them hunters solves any of the mm. problems mm. is another question in itself. But I think if you're putting armies up who are who are hurting, I think corn should have been on there. Mm-hmm. So all in all, I think it's an interesting update. Mm. I am... I think if this is a well-maintained... Um, establishment moving forward mm-hmm. I think it has the potential to be really cool and really dynamic mm-hmm. and to change list writing to change scenarios to change how people play I hope that that's something that happens um, but yeah I mean I'm <laughs> I stand to benefit mm. because Slanesh is a hunter so <laughs> they just get bonus points yep for everything, for playing any of the top tier stuff, which is good. Mm. Um, but yeah, experience will tell whether it's mm. enough to kind of even the playing field. And I don't think anything's ever going to be... Like, the game is never going to be perfectly balanced, right? Anyone who thinks that it's going to be mm. a perfectly balanced game is probably needs to reassess their, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go play their expectations. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think it's a... It's a gesture in the right direction mm. of Games Workshop acknowledging, hey, these armies are doing it really tough. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, these units are a real problem in the game and we know that. Yeah. And hopefully, that I mean, that acknowledgement is a good mm. step. Absolutely, you know? yeah. It's yeah. the first first stage in the, in the process. Mm. Um, mm. And I hope that from that, we get some really good results. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I'm... I'm I'm interested. I'm. I mean, I'm. It's part of the game, whether we like it or not. Yeah, so yeah. even if I hated it, I'd be like, "Well, it's official, so yeah, it's how yeah. we play the game now." Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. Yeah. Cool. How do you feel about it? Uh, it's very similar. I think it's a. It's one of those things where um, I think I mentioned it before. I'm wanting to kill those units anyway. So if I manage to do it, I'm getting rewarded twice yeah. for it. So uh, before killing six long strikes I always needed to kill the six long strikes against my army so that was always going to be on the cards for me um, now getting rewarded for that is really important yeah. and the point swings are I've, I've found I think more psychological going to be important um, yeah. I agree with the uh, units that weren't on there um, mm-hmm. I think one that's been really overlooked and is quite silly is the Shadow Queen uh, the reason why is because if you're on that list, you don't get bonuses for killing units that are on that list. Right? Yes. So Marathi Kane, which is on the list, so little Marathi. Yeah. She's on the list. She's not going to kill four dragons. The Shadow yeah. Queen is going to kill four dragons. Yeah. The Shadow Queen is that going is a to get very good point. Going to get four points for killing. Yeah, that's four dragons. crazy. Three points for killing. Because then you're yep. killing a monster with a monster. Yep. And it's... yep, so before. Yeah, so if you yeah. went, I'm going to kill that unit, 
And if it's you're reinforced... killing monster with a monster that's reinforced, you get four points. <laughs> Shadow Queen is the problem in yeah. in um, the Marathi Kane combo. Yeah. Um, I was surprised, and and I think when I posted, I think you commented and said maybe they didn't want to give an extra point because she gives up a point for being a monster. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's great, good point, but they could have just done Marathi Kane slash Shadow Queen one point. Yeah. She's then on there. Yep. Because I think that's what we were talking about on the weekend is it's silly that the Shadow Queen, which does the damage, will kill six long strikes. Every day of the week, she gets two points for doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. So, I, I didn't. I genuinely didn't yeah, even think about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the only one that I've really blatantly kind of sat there and went, wow, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Bow Snakes, yes, they're painful. Mm. I think Marathi and the Bow Snakes has got a bit of a bad rap in the sense that people go, it's point and click. Yes, it is, but they haven't been winning events. Like, they've been going That's four true. and one or three and two. Yeah. Um, they're not as dominant as people think, but I think it's just got a bad rap because it became very popular. Mm. The thing that a few people have said is take away the mechanic of double shooting. So, if you do not shoot, so I, as a Bone Splitters player who used to run Cutting Ruck, shoot <laughs> in the hit shooting phase, shoot in the hero phase, unreal. Wanderers, the battalion, the old battalion, yep. was if you were near my general, mm-hmm. if there was a unit within 12 of my general in the hero phase, my entire army could shoot at you. <laughs> and it was oppressive. Yeah, I yeah, played yeah. people where... And then back then, Arcane Bodkins, you could pop in the hero phase. It's Ren 3 for that turn and for the shooting phase. So for that phase and the cool. shooting phase. Yeah, okay. It was silly. I ran a whole army where... And then I had three... Uh, Waywatcher Lords which were doing 12 shots or 6 shots a turn and every 6 was an extra D6 shots like it was just you're doing lots of shooting yeah. and I've played those armies so I know what it's like because it's a really powerful ability mm. but I think that's what the actual problem with the game is is that long strikes doing that that's what makes long strikes good long strikes shooting once per game or sorry once per phase yeah it's tough yeah they do a lot yeah. of shots but realistically, they're going to... If they spike, they do a lot. But if they're not blasting, like it's it's yeah. one of those things where, you know, dragons moving in the hero phase is a problem. Mm. But that's part of their war scroll. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's, again, Marathi shooting with the bow snakes. That's going to be removed in the new book for sure because command abilities are becoming like once per game. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, like it might be her ability is that they're plus one rend. And that becomes a bit more like, okay, cool. That's Mm -hmm. tough, but it's 20 shots in one phase that are rend two. Like, okay, they're going to clear a unit. They're not going to go clear a unit in one phase, then clear in the next phase. And I think that's what people are frustrated with. Mm. Marathi Kane was on that list because she gives that ability. Yeah. Um, Destruction... Obviously, having the focus on giants. Pete Atkinson did a really good article today. Yeah. Um, he put that up. And a really good point he made is that giants have now kind of been given like They've a been why bother a showing up yeah. sort yeah. of thing. Because I was surprised that the other gargants were on there. I think gatebreakers deservingly should be on there. Because yeah. gatebreakers are what show up to but a lot of But gatebreakers are worth two. Well, but so are the kraken eaters and so are the I don't war think war stompers are only worth one. Okay, cool. Yeah. So and the little fellas are, are not winners. worth any, but yeah, then they're, they're a monster, yeah, they're so you're monster. still getting a point. But you're giving up like Kraken Eaters, yes, because they're obviously kicking around the objectives and yeah. stuff. But you're not really seeing them as much as like they're still good and they're a hard yeah. army to play against. But 
they're kind of getting like a two two-fold blow there like it's is a bit of a Kragnos rough is on the list no, no so Kragnos isn't on there that and so blows my mind that's where other people have spoken about obviously goblins and bone splitters being hunters now yeah. you chuck Kragnos in there and Kragnos and all has of a the sudden bo- he becomes yeah, a hunter correct. that yeah. to me is crazy and Nagash is the same in Nighthorn <laughs> oh, so yeah, of he, course he, he is. comes in and, and, and gets bone that bonus re- bone yep. reapers bone reapers yeah. as well yep so again, it's that sort of thing of... Th- what's interesting is that in that Battle Scroll update, they said as new books come out, they will remove... So you no longer count as being on that list. So Wrathy oh, yeah, okay. will disappear. The Bow Snakes will disappear from the yep. list. Um, Nighthawk most likely won't be Hunters because they mm. get an update. Like of it's there's, They're obviously thinking, here's a patch. You nailed it on the head before by saying it, it won't... Um, fix the game but it will change the game and i think that's what they initially came out to say is we're doing this as a different way of doing it yeah not just here's your points adjustment of 15 points is it actually going to change anything yeah sentinels i believe should be on that list but i also think they've already copped a bit of a hit yeah i was as you were talking about other stuff i was thinking man lumineth took a like Lumineth have been kicked in the nuts. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't. Well. I mean, the the problem with Lumineth is that you then go to thirty Sentinels and Teclas as a build, yeah. which is a really strong build. I mean, Tim's <laughs> yeah. been running it. Sean in um, as in Big Sean in in New Zealand's been running it, and it's a good list. A lot of people in England go, "Oh, Teclas isn't a great build," and I hear people talk about that all the time and say, "Oh, well, now I'm going to have to run Teclas and kind of get good." I'm like, "Teclas is actually really good." Yeah, you take him out the of the auto casting spells is yep. fucked. But you take Teclas <laughs> out, and that whole list crumbles. Yeah, that's true. So again, I get like the the whole argument for and against, but Battle Scroll, I, I liked it. I, I think um, yeah. what they did in December by bringing out the updated War Scrolls mm. and a few points adjustments was mm-hmm. really good. This is also a nice little patch. I, I see it as little fixes because we used to just kind of sit there for every six months. Yeah. And like you said, GW's acknowledged these these armies aren't doing well, so here's a little boost. Mm-hmm. These units are doing too well. Here's a little boost. Your good players like Dave will go, I'm going to soften them up with dragons and then the five vindictors are going to kill it and then I yeah. get the bonus points. Yeah, yeah. But again, you're also relying on dragons not spiking. You're also yeah. relying on long strikes not killing the thing. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot there where I guess there's mini games within a game in the hot yeah. and worlds will be really interesting to see mm. what happens in that space. Definitely. So, um but yeah, that that's the the battle scroll. Um yeah. I think a lot of people have had their say on it. Oh boy, have they. Uh a lot of people have and I mean it's an emotional game, everyone yeah. has emotional responses. Everyone loves it's, fire uh, yeah, yeah. So but I I quite <laughs> like it. Um and obviously massive bonus for my I mean it's a lot of fun for oh, me uh, I, I me keep too, saying yeah. like, like I, I've changed my name on Twitter to yeah, Prime, Prime Hunter, Hunter Gabby so, you know it's um, a lot of fun to have that yeah so, definitely yeah. Um, Deepkin and Slayers Deepkin and Slayers both came out. new books yes talk away I'm going to go get another BS you're right so absolutely you talk about your uh, yeah so I I will be honest I have not I have barely barely looked at Fire Slayers um, that's been an army where I go through every six months, I'll have like half a day of being really interested in fire slayers. And then it just drops off immediately again for me. Um, I know that, uh, Scott Wyatt is having great success with them, with the new book. Uh, his Magma Droth build is just causing mayhem. Yeah, man, the slap daddy. <laughs> the old slap daddy. I know that Pat Carter 
is wallowing in depression. Pat Carter is the new Pat Nevin. He's a salty little bitch. <laughs> he needs to he's harden the very, fuck up. Yeah. Very, very upset he needs about to the Fire Slayer yeah. book. Um, I mean, he's complaining. He complains to me and I'm like, man, I'm probably the wrong person. Oh, he's complaining in our chat about it. And I'm like, come on, Pat, play the game instead of playing Theory Hammer. Yeah. Once you've played a couple of games in their ship, great. Off you go. Yeah. Keep playing Nighthorn or whatever it is he wants to jump on. All right, continue. Okay, so yeah, that's Fire Slayers. Yep. Um, I honestly haven't looked into them enough to have an educated opinion. Sure. I'll give you a little... Hit me with it. TLDR for... Um, because I have some things to say about yeah, the Deepkin yeah. book. I So Slayers are um, not the same as they were, which was mm-hmm. uh, a billion wounds with four up after saves. Yes. Real pain in the ass to move. Absolutely. Um, they're still slow. Um, their runes have not changed, which is cool. So they kept mm-hmm. their runes. I like that it's an update in its sense that it wasn't a rewrite. Um, mm. And someone, another podcast I listened to said the same thing about Deakin to say they haven't rewritten the whole concept. It's just we've tweaked it and here's a few things for AOS 3. Mm. Um, Slayers, I think, will be a lot of fun to play. I don't think they're going to be a 5-0 army. But if you are lucky, then you could easily go 5-0 with them. Yeah. So it's a weird one in the sense of I think if you play hard and you play well, you can go 4-1. Yep. Um, if you play hard and play well and get lucky, you'll go 5-0. That's, okay. that's, that's my belief. Um, the the fun part of the army is Grimrath Berserkers. Okay. <laughs> um, because they... I mean, Joel McGrath last year was running a Grimrath Berserker build. Yeah. Um, with Gottrek. Gottrek... So there's a command trait, I think, or a sub-faction, which basically means that any Dwarden allies get the yeah. Fire Slayer keyword. So, yeah, so Gotrek, Gotrek can be fully integrated um, into yep. the So army. Gotrek can, uh, Iron Drakes can, Hammerers can. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, Scott and I were talking about it, and Dave and I were talking about it on the weekend, saying a unit of 20 Hammerers with the runes mm, becomes a really solid unit because terrifying. you can give the mortal wounds on the um, six to wound. Yep. You can give an extra rend to theirs. Yeah. You can put a rune lord in there. They're all of a sudden becoming you know another rend on top of that. So a yeah. bit of a can opening unit. I think the book, when you look at it from face value, you kind of go, ah, oh, it's not that exciting. Well, that's, but there's yeah, a lot of, that's... Yeah, there's a lot of builds to artifacts, sub-factions, uh, combos within... Uh, you know, overlapping buffs and that mm. sort of stuff. I listened to Honest Wargamer talk about it the other day and they, they did a co- pretty good breakdown because um, Rob at first was very kind of like, ah, oh, it's not a great book. I wouldn't worry too much about it because you're comparing it to Deepkin. Like yeah. that that's inherently what's going to happen when you have two books coming out. Of course. But by the end of it, he actually said, I'm so glad we did this because I feel better about the book after talking mm. to two other people who kind of went, oh, that's cool oh, that's a pretty cool thing. And then you start to hear it a bit more and say, yeah. actually, yeah, like that is a pretty cool And you're like, this thing. ability combined with this unit yeah. and this hero would yeah. actually... And, and like the Slap yeah. Daddy build the sl- yeah. on Dragon. I like that's Like it's <laughs> it's a really good build. Yeah, man. Um, Dave's really pumped to try Fire Slayers because yeah. he we were talking about it and saying like, you can do so much damage with it. Chuck Gottrek in there. All of yeah. a sudden you go, I've got to deal with that dragon and I've got to deal with this little mm-hmm. ginger dude who's running around and just karate chopping everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, plus, it's it looks cool. Like having a yeah. superhuman or super dwarf 
rolling around and punching fools. Then you have Grimwrath Berserkers doing the same thing. And then yeah. you have a Slap Daddy. Like, it becomes a pretty hardcore army. Now, obviously, you're then running out of points. Um, it's going to be pretty small. Yeah. Um, they still have two wounds each. Their after saves come down to their characters, and I think that's the hard part because characters can be sniped. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, prime example is Ilaria when I played Pat before the new book came out. Ilaria was just sniping characters because yeah. her six damage was just because they don't have an after save. Mm-hmm. But there's a rune now that gives you six up after save. So yeah. there's things where I guess you kind of have to think about how you play them as opposed to go, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Um, James in the Honest Wargamer episode was really good because he said, Deepkin, you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And and Nathan actually said it as well. He said, you've got more chances of making mistakes with Fire Slayers. Yeah. Because you go, I'm going to do this rune. Oh, that didn't work this turn. Yeah. Or I'm going to do this rune. Don't pop the six. I wanted the six to go off to get the bonus. And then, yeah. you know, like there's there's a lot to it where I think Slayers will be a really fun army to play. And to master. And to yeah. master. And as your opponent, you're already going, I've got to deal with certain things within it. And there's, Ooh, yeah. there's slow dwarves. Like, yeah. I don't want dwarves to be moving <laughs> 24 inches across yeah, the table. And, sure. you know, they've still got their speed rune, so they can still double their move. They can still yeah. reroll runs. They can still reroll charges. There's lots to it where you kind of go, okay, cool, this is fun. Like, mm-hmm. I just, the, the problem, and, and you said it, when I went and got the beer is that Slayers are a really interesting army when I look at them. Mm. And I really like the idea of these crazy, like old Slayer armies just the used to be awesome. The idea of Slayer armies yeah. is awesome. But then you kind of put them on the table and you go, uh, which uh, someone tweeted about it the other day, an old <laughs> Slayers player to say, I'm, I'm enjoying coming back to the game and having to explain which are characters Yep. Which are half guard berserkers, which are half guard, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. because they all look the same. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess that's the hard part of the army is, is that aesthetically they are all dwarves yeah. uh, who all kind of look the same. Mm. And you've got a couple of dragons rolling around. Yeah. There is the all dragon build, which I bloody love. Yeah, and yeah. I think a lot of people have kind of poo-pooed it. But again, you, you're kind of wanting to play around with it and going, well, I want to build this and have yeah. a sub-faction. You're not just going like, I'm playing Sylvaneth where I'm only running Nalroot. Yeah. I want to run other sub-factions, yeah. but the reality is, is I'm not going to do it because what's the point? Yeah. Um, whereas in a new book, you go, oh, Hermdar's a bit different. I'm mm. going to try that or whatever the other ones are. I can't yeah. remember what they are, but whatever <laughs> other Swedish the name other there ones. is. Yeah, Vol- Nordic, Nordic name that they've got yeah. there. So, Volstag? Yeah, yeah, Volstag. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Sure. So, you know, Slayers, are, I think a lot of people have just kind of done the usual knee-jerk reaction. They're not broken, so I don't yeah. want to run them. Yeah. Or they didn't get a real big boost, so they're not good. Mm. Um, I think they've got a lot of play. And yeah. someone like a Steve from Gold Coast who yep. flogged me with his Slayers. And he had Steve got tricking it. Yeah, yep. Shout out to yep. that guy. Loves, I love Steve. <laughs> he, is, he is my favorite human on the planet. Um, yeah, he, he like pumped me with his dragons. And he yeah. had like four dragons in that list. And this was before they could be battle lines. So he had four yeah. dragons, got Trek, and then just three units of five random dudes on <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a cool army. It is cool. And you can run that now and have it as battle line and, and monsters doing extra stuff. And, yeah. You know. and, and this is the thing that comes back to where we were talking about how 40K's got a real power creep problem. Right? Yep. And you were saying, this can consistently go 3-2. Yep. Probably go 4-1. You might get a 5-0 out of yep. it. Yeah. 
isn't that the dream? That's what you want. Like, yeah, that's the dream yeah. for every You don't want to sit there and be like, okay, this book's going to go 5 nil, and, yeah. and this is the broken, and you're going to have the same cookie-cutter build. Yeah. I, I, I don't want that. See, like, yeah, I actually like that it seems like there's a bit of play. It seems like you've got some diverse lists. You can bring in other dwarf yeah, units and, yep. like, Gotrek. I love that, yeah. It brings Gotrek back into relevance yep. again. yep. It's cool. Yep. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go out and buy a Fire Slayers army. No. No. But I like that Fire Slayers players that I've spoken to, are, other than Patrick, are excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but and and you know, like, there's people already looking at how to put KO in there, and like, yeah, oh, in yeah, my mind, true. Pat for the last, you know, five years has been collecting cities, dwarves, KO, yeah. Fire Slayers. Yeah. I'm like, there's your dream come true. You like, can run all three. Yeah. But he's it's, not happy. So. <laughs> Play your Nighthorn. Classic dwarves. The dude who looks like a dwarf doesn't want to play a dwarf. So <laughs> yeah. it's fine. It's He's all good. grumbling. Yeah, no that's it. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> He's got it right in a book of grudges. Um, oh, classic. All right, so, well, that's Fire Slayers in a nutshell. Yep. I think they're going to be really cool, and I can't yeah. wait to see some people rock them. And, and mm. I've got to avoid... I've got the Underworld's Warband, so I mm. might just paint them up just as a bit of fun yeah, and, man. and go, yeah, cool, I don't want to do this. So, yeah. yeah, I don't want to paint another 50 of yeah, these guys. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Deepkin mm. was the other big drop... And it is, I think Deepkin are really good. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I think they're more of a scalpel than they were before. Yep. Because everything's like eels are almost 200 points a pop now. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, if we look at Deepkin before. Yes. What was the army that you'd play against? So you had eel spam, so which was basically eels on average. twenty-seven yep. eels and a king. Yep. Or towards the end, you had the build that Chris Welfare was running, which was the turtle and the 60. yeah. I mean, Chris was the like Chris and like two other people in the army. Okay. So, like it All wasn't right. a massive build, but yeah. I do get like yeah. with the change the war scrolls yep. for reavers and thralls. Yep. People start to look more that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So now with now I've played two games against the new mm-hmm. Nighthaunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Have you? Oh my god! Oh my Have you got the yeah. new book? Wow! Surprise, everyone! Tell me, is it good? Uh, is it bad? <laughs> yeah. Should we all burn our ghosts? <laughs> yeah, burn them all. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, against the new Deepkin, mm-hmm. uh, against a shark heavy build. Okay. Sharks. Mm. With the shoal with shots. With the yeah. shots, kick out like between shooting and combat. Mm. Sharks kick out so much damage, it's ridiculous. Mm. And the only saving grace is that you can fit like six of them. Yeah. In it realistically with other support pieces and everything. You're looking at six and they're not monsters. Mm. So there are only two models on objectives. That's their saving grace. Because if they were monsters and they were cheaper like mm. they decimate units because mm. mm. i had i played against um hayden walker and he's like oh i'm gonna sling a shot into your fiends and i'm like ah, oh, you've already damaged a few other units why are you shooting that unit because mm. you're just giving me more depravity yeah, you're yeah, gonna chip yeah. a couple of wounds off yeah, yeah i'm gonna get more depravity i'm gonna summon more that's a bad idea but i'm like hey i'm gonna let him make his mistakes and then he's just like, pow, pow, and just kills three fiends straight off the table. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. That is, it's crazy. Yeah, I think I've got a bit of shark envy. Okay. 
Because my Kernoff Hunter bows uh, <laughs> ran one D3 damage each yep. as well. Two shots, fours and threes. Yeah. Sharks have basically that, but better. Yeah. So they're ran one damage D3 each, but I think they have three or four shots. So they're they like, the top yeah, of my head. It's, it's a lot of shots. It's a it lot of shots. It feels like it's more shots uh, yeah, than it should yeah. be. I think um, what's interesting about Deepkin is that they counter shooting armies. Um, in a big way. In a massive way. So they kept their yeah. Forgotten Nightmares rule, which was mm. always a really cool thing because Deepkin were always the um, the check for shooting armies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like your 30 Iron Drakes would come up against Deepkin and be like, oh, cool, I just threw my whole Sheriff's resources like, yeah, into kill killing three shots. Yeah, three eels. Yeah. Like you said, the eels are more expensive. Mm. Um, a lot of their rules change. They no longer just have reroll charges and reroll battle. Like their yeah. their rules were silly what they used to do. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and eel spam used to be the build. You're not going to see that anymore. Um, no. I think you could still lean that way if you wanted to. So if you're a former Deakin player and you wanted to get into an eel build, you can still do it. Um, I think people have kind of gone the shark build because it seems the most... Uh, I guess powerful in the sense of the meta and going you can't shoot me but I can shoot you yeah those 30 sentinels get pumped by the sharks like they'll get absolutely reamed if they don't have their their buffs up and that for me is a good thing to see because people are going to start thinking about their army builds and and what happens so um, I think the pros and cons is pros are that um They've made Deepkin more of a balanced army. Mm. So you'll see Thralls, you'll see Reavers, you'll see Eels, you'll see Sharks, you'll see a Turtle, maybe, if, if you can oh, fit the two points. Turtles. They're expensive. <laughs> yeah, they are expensive, but they are... S- They're awesome. They're yeah. really good, man. And, and so that's where, like, for me, a Deepkin army is one of the best ranges that Games Model Workshop wise, has done. Yep. Yeah. What you used to see was just Eels, though. And yeah, you'd see two kits. Like, you would never see anything but. And that's mm. where, I mean, a guy, I, I, I'm a guy who runs 21 Skull Crushers, so <laughs> I can't really talk yeah. about spamming. But what I will say is is that when you, that's all you ever saw, it, it wasn't really exciting. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one of our good friends, Luke, has played Deakin for a very long time and... Mm was pumping events with eels and and it was just the build to go and and there's nothing against him doing that it's just that it's nice now to see that like thralls and reavers and sharks and turtles and eels are all viable so you can kind of lean into that and that's i guess a really cool thing see if two of the new books come out and that's a pattern is that both books you can run very different armies within it and still do okay yeah Absolutely. Deepkin players are in a really interesting position. They've mm. kind of gone either I'm going to smash with this or I don't know if I'm going to do as well as I used to. And yeah. it's because the play styles change. Eels yeah. are used to just go, I'm going to move to here. I know turn three is striking first all the time. You yeah. used to just save all your CP and go, here's, you know, yeah. four CP. Everyone gets four extra attacks. Yeah. I've just killed you. Yeah. Having always strikes first in turn three is still a thing. And it's actually kind of terrifying. What I really like is that they've added in the little bonuses for running the small characters mm-hmm. and going, well, I've now got a five up after save or you can't target me if you're further yeah. than 12 inches away. Like it's, yeah. 
There's that, a lot to it yeah. that's it's it's going to make you think as a player. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, I think Deakin points wise, they're not going to be able to put a hundred thralls on the table. No, and that's the thing. It's it's it feels like a very elite army mm, mm. because which is what they should be. Which is what know. they should yeah. be. Yeah, they, you shouldn't have hordes of these guys who are trying to scrape together souls mm. to survive. Mm. Well, they're meant to be like a dying race. Thematically, they're meant to be like a dying race. And they're like just trying to survive. And for some reason, they've got the charge of the Light Brigade. Yeah, yeah, that's it. uh, So yeah, I like that it's changing to this. Every piece of the army is crucial. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't feel like there's any fat or like expendable units, Mm. which I think is going to be an interesting... It's going to be an interesting challenge, and I hope that all the Deepkin players from back in the day stick. Like, I hope that Luke picks it back mm. up and mm. goes for it again. Well, he seems really keen. Because, so, yeah. because the army has... You're right, it's it's the same army, but the dynamic has shifted. Mm. Mm. And I think it opens up a lot of... I think it would be... Like, I think it's more fun. Mm. I, th- I would get bored... It's the same thing as the dragon list. Yeah, yeah. I would get bored playing 27 yeah, eels yeah, yeah. for a, a year. Mm. Whereas you look at it now and it's like, yeah, you could play the eel build for a couple of months and then shift it up. Add a turtle, some Namati, yep, put some yep. sharks in, swap characters in yep. and out. Well, like, I think Luke's, a... Luke's list that he did put up was eel heavy because he's got the models and he's yeah, got them and painted. he's got them all painted. And, and that's where... Um, you can, like you said, you have that as you're starting because you know that yeah. you're familiar, and then you'll notice the game's a bit different, and you'll notice yeah. that you can't do what you used to yep. because all their ranges have changed to one inch. Mm. And and you know, Luke and I were messaging each other about it, and he said, "I didn't even realize that their tails had gone to one yeah. inch and their spears had gone to one inch." Yeah. So your MSU three eels, you'll be more likely to see. Yeah. Um, but again, it's it's that sort of thing of I think what's nice is both books have given us a like it's all theory hammer and everyone says this is what Deakin's going to do but yeah. a lot of Deakin players aren't winning every game they play Yeah, and a lot of Deakin players after playing a game go oh I thought that would have played out differently or yeah. I thought that's how that would have gone Yeah, and they don't have a summoning mechanic they don't have so like yeah. what bodies are on the table is what they've got exactly and like you said, the sharks that you played against, where you're like, yeah. lucky they only count as two models. Yeah, oh, like man. that's yeah, low, big time. low model count's going to be yeah. hard to deal with. Because I was like, I was getting absolutely belted around yep. the table, yep. but winning on I on won yep. both of those games yep. because I was like, okay, I can't win a head-to-head fight with these things. Yep. I'm going to go for the scenario. Yep. And that's what Slanesh does really well. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, as well as it can. Hmm. Um. Is and so I was like, all right, everything's going into the scenario and playing cagey. I'll kill the shark. I'll kill a shark where I can, but I can't commit to like you know. Here's yep. a turtle and eidolon and three sharks all yep. together. I can't touch that bunker right now. Yep. You know, yep. and you just have to leave it alone and and go other places on mm. the board because mm. the the damage output is crazy. I mean, and, and it's funny because like eels and dwarves come out at the same, uh, sorry, elves and dwarves come out at the same time <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like, oh, elves are way better than dwarves and yeah. this is the worst. But I, I'm really keen to see uh, the next event with Deepkin at it oh, for and, sure. and seeing what happens. And Fire Slayers. Like, Me too, yeah. Bring yeah. those two, because they're two, they used to be two armies that you had to have, like you either had an answer for those armies or you didn't. And you know what I think is going to be important is teams. 
teams at the end of the year. Yeah, man. Where people go, we need a deep Kim player. Yeah. Because we can match them against a shooting army. Yeah, yeah. Or we need a Fire Slayers player because we can go up against Giants and they'll kill a Giant. Yeah. Team. Like, yeah. you know, that sort of stuff of going, mm-hmm. it'd be really cool to see it teams. Yeah, I'm very excited what, for What's that. happening in that space. So, yeah, the, the new books are, like you said, they're not, you know, going to be 70% win rate. And that's okay. Um, yeah. I'm really keen to see them in action. I'm, yep. you know, like... I haven't read both of the books. I've just gone on what I've yeah. listened to and read online and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, it's it's exciting. Very mm, exciting. For yeah, sure, man. Stoked. Um, Adepticon previews. Oh, yes. So, this is fresh news. Again, we're uh, purely on timing of recording. Yep, we yep. are on the hot button issues. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> smashing it. Um, um, yeah. What, what were you most pumped about seeing so, yesterday? I I was fortunate enough. Usually, I miss the yep the yep. live streams completely. Yep. I either forget that oh, they're, they're on like two o'clock in the morning, or they're yeah. or they're like in the middle of the night. Yep. Uh, this one was actually at a pretty reasonable time. One p.m. Yep. One p.m. And I was at home. The kids were at school. Yep. Zoe was doing something else, yep. and I'm like, oh sweet, I'm just gonna sit down and watch this entire thing. Uh, and so I sat down and watched it all. Yeah. Nice. Uh. I went into it with no expectations yep. of yep. of of any of the other systems. Yep. I was hoping that we were well, with the Age of Sigma stuff. I was hoping to either see the new the two new unannounced battle times oh, yeah. Yeah. or see two waves for Nighthorn and Daughters of Cain. Okay. Where, yep. how, regardless of how big they were. Yep. Like, they could have been a character yep. or whatever, right? So when... We'll just tackle Age of Sigmar first. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because that's... Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's we are an Age of yeah, Sigmar yeah. podcast. Yep. Yep. They dropped the Thondia. Is it Thondia? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Season of War. The Season yeah, of War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not which to be is, confused no, with, yeah, season, with of season of War. Season of War, yeah. Um, they did tweet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Jordan was like, ah, yeah. oh, they... Yeah. Um, yeah, so they dropped basically a big... I don't even know how to... It's it's, like th- a, it's meant to be like a campaign book type yeah. thing. Um, they've done a similar thing for 40K. Yeah. Um, but they've done it as like... I think they've called it a season of war as well. They but have, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's like the chaos-based one. Which and, it looks like it's going to be... Like if we're going into like a season type yeah. thing, that's fine. We yeah. do that anyway yeah, with yeah. GHBs. Yeah, with GHBs, yeah. If this yeah. is like... This could line up with when yep. GHBs usually drop, yep. and it could just be an evolution of that. And I'm cool with that. Yeah, That's yep. fine. Um, they did show a a pack, mm. I guess, mm. with mm. terrain and what looks like an endless spell. An endless and spell, yeah, yeah. The yep. fucking coolest night haunt yeah, character yeah, ever. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, new models, new terrain. I I I love terrain. Oh, like that, I get really excited that for terrain. That new terrain piece that looks the big like, temple, the, like the, the water Luminate fountain. Thing. Oh yeah. my goodness, it's, it's ridiculous. Cool. And then they've got the big like, um, like dragon spine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love yeah, it, man. Yeah. I get so excited about terrain. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm very excited for that. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. No, me neither. Me neither. Very different. Yeah. Um. There was no. There was no. Skaven. There was no 
um, Sylvaneth. Yep. Sylvaneth, which everyone no was corn, expecting, which everyone yeah. was kind yeah. of expecting. Yeah. Um, there was the that new Necromunda. Mm, I know this is mm, getting outside yeah, of our usual yeah, scope, yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. it's it's you know. Oh, the new Necromunda looks unreal. <sighs> Um, I've actually got an Orlock gang Have at you? home. Yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah. I nearly bought an Orlock gang the other day. Yeah, just because yeah. the models are cool. They're unreal. Yeah, and then they dropped these like the trikes. Yeah. The trikes. Oh my goodness! And then there's like those weird little beetle the things. The beetle dudes. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Necromunda looks sick. <laughs> it looks, it was gonna be good. It looks very, very good. Uh, tempting. Um, yeah, very tempting. <laughs> um, I think yeah, with the Age Sigma stuff. The Nighthaunt model's unreal. Yeah. Um, the Beast spell I thought was cool. Like, I, yeah. I like it. It's, um, it's all right. It doesn't like it. Yeah, it looks cool. I, I think it's cool. Like, yeah. But for me, I kind of just went... Like, obviously, I was really hoping for a Sylvaneth announcement. Yeah. But, again, like, at the end of the day, it means I can just keep running the army I've got. Like, I'm Let's not going to have to sit there and be like, okay, well, I'm going to run the list and then have to wait most likely six months before I get a book because obviously Nighthorn and Daughters are the next release. Yeah. Um, but it was it was good to see that they've got a new model for Nighthorn because Nighthorn range is unreal. Oh, like yeah. It's a very underrated it's beautiful. set of models. Yeah, it's it's genuinely... It kind of gets that starter... So much character. Because yeah. like, it yeah. gets that starter set mindset like everyone is like mm. oh yeah that's a big that's the beginner set army uh, yeah with the old chain got those models. where it's all push fit yeah. And, yeah, yeah but yeah. you look at the range man and it's the fact that just the technology yeah that, to make yeah. like a ghost but a model of a ghost yeah, yeah. in itself is with the contact points like oh. the contact points and you sit there and you're like how is this model <laughs> like they all look like they're floating they yeah. all look yep like and Nighthaunt have the coolest background where Nagash is just punishing them all yeah, for what they did in their life. They're all basically in jail. And, yep, yep. Yeah, it's very cool. So I'm I'm keen to see what the new big guy does. Yeah. Because um, at the moment, the black coach is kind of the center point for like a model for yeah, Nighthaunt. And obviously big... Nagash if you run yeah. him. But um, like the big piece is, is black coaches and they're Do you beautiful. Think... This is off on a mm. completely different team. Do you think the Morngull is going to survive no. the new Codex? No. Uh, the new Battle Tome? Maybe. I mean, the um, Rogue Idol survived the That's Warclans true. one. But you don't really see Rogue Idols. Yeah. Like, I think Nighthaunt will have so many options. Because they already have so many War yeah. Scrolls. That you just think the Morn Girl might the be a would just be like a that's cool, but it's going to go yeah to something else because I wouldn't be surprised if Black Coaches get a monster keyword. Um, really, they're the well. I mean, they don't have any other monsters. No, they don't. Um, and maybe this new guy has the monster. Surely keyword. he's a monster. Um, but it would make sense for the Black Coach. It's so big. Um, yeah, it would make sense if it were, if it had the monster keyword. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I was excited to see what they did. Yeah. Uh, I love terrain as well. So yep. for me, I was kind of like, cool. Yeah. Biggest thing I was most excited for was the Horus Heresy. Though. Oh dude. Plastic Horus Heresy. Yeah. Plastic, man, if they drop that, if, if there's, there's been a rumored box, like an army box. Yep. That's been floating around for ages, right? I heard about it first on Chapter Master Valorant. Yep. Who's a YouTuber, mm-hmm. and he's he seems very insider in, knowledge. He's yeah. got a lot of insider knowledge. Um, so plastic Spartans is exciting. If if they go full 
full plastic vehicles, everything on mm. Heresy, so you don't need to get anything from Forge World. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be very difficult not to jump in yeah. with both feet. Yeah. I've like it's funny in the multiple chats that I'm in like for the hobby, um, two of the chats once the Horus Heresy stuff dropped, everyone was like we're in, what legions do we pick in? Yeah. Like, and, and I'm already like, I don't know which legion I want to do. It's like ultramarines probably because really they're just cool Romans. And like the Horus Heresy is just the fall of the Roman empire. It, well, yeah, essentially it's literally just the same thing. It's yeah. like, Oh, we are one giant empire. We split just and on we a fight bigger each scale. And, with and, yeah. Titans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that reveal trailer man, was next I, level. Like, I think I'm going to do Sons of Horus. Yeah, cool. Yeah, well, that's the other Because thing. that green, yeah, yeah. You, like, the Sons of Horus green, and the amount of character, and they're like the classic bad yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. You get Horus, who's a badass, yep. until he gets... You know, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll worry about alert, that. Yeah. yeah, spoiler alert. He's... Yeah. Well, and, and see, that's the thing. Like, I... I I love Chaos Marines. Like, that was my yeah. first army I ever collected yeah, in 40k. Man. Um, Black Legion are kind of the yep. the be all and end all. Like I've already looked at running them in 40k. Like they're <laughs> yep. just so like I've got the Abaddon model, like the yep. new one, the upgraded one, because it's just next level. Um, and my my second favorite thing from the reveal was the the short for the Chaos Marines reveal, oh, yeah. which had the epic music playing where yeah. it revealed that Chaos Marines get two wounds. Yeah. <laughs> And even just like the final thing where it's like said something like two wounds in brackets. Like, because yeah. Reddit for oh, Chaos Marines for the last 12 months has just dude, been. It's everything for Chaos Marines. We just like want Facebook, two wounds. Reddit, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So I just love it. I, I love that they kind of yeah. did that. Um, obviously, it, it wasn't kind of the reveal where it has been in the past, where it kind yeah. of felt like so much was happening. Like yeah, they didn't no... drop a whole army on No, anybody. no. And I mean, they don't need to. They've they've no. been doing a lot and obviously COVID's still a thing and, and yeah, yeah. that's where, like if they went, here's a brand new army and then we had to wait 12 months for the brand new army, I think yeah. a lot of people would lose their shit. Oh yeah, probably. So <laughs> like they didn't even reveal anything about when the Daughters of Cain or Night Haunts coming yeah. out. Yeah. That we just know that it's on its way. They did yeah. say, I think, April, May sort of thing was yeah. kind of the, the gist. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought Adepticon was cool. It, yeah, was, it was fun that it was a good time for us as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Really weird. But yeah, thank it, you, America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, America. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's cool to see. And, yeah, And cool sure. to see the kind of direction and the, that it's oh. taken. Chaos Knights. Mm, yeah, Chaos Knights Super and, cool and regular Knights. Yeah, and how they've uh, done... I didn't notice this until this morning when someone showed it on Twitter. Mm. The Chaos, the new Chaos Knight, mm. the access hatch is like chain shut. So oh, the cool. pilot's like, like stuck demonic. inside. Yeah, very, cool. very cool. Um, but that's getting outside of... Mm. Oh, fuck it. We can talk about yeah, our games. Exactly. Yeah. It's all one big it's company. It's all one... So. Yeah. It's, it is. Mm. Um... Yeah, so Adepticon was was it's going on at the moment still. Yep. Um, but yeah, the the reveal show was pretty good. Yeah. There's Vikings in Blood Bowl now. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, the Norse with yeah. the beer pigs. It's good that they upgraded that kit because Norse was always a team. Like yeah. Blood Bowl just have the coolest teams. as oh, well. Oh, they do, man. I want to do a Wood Elf team. They're cool. They're, yeah, they're they look great. Cool. But 
Um, yeah, so that was Adepticon. Uh, we're up to our second last dot point. Ooh, look at us. Teams guys. announcement. So oh, yeah. you put up a post the other day. <laughs> I sure did. Um, which has been well received by the community. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think it was it was well received. It probably came earlier than I think yeah, people right. were expecting, but it was mostly a save the date more than anything because yep. as big events start picking up, I didn't want to get double booked. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. So I kind of put it out that the first weekend in November is going to be uh, mm-hmm. Runex Team Championship. It's happening again. Uh, it's going to be max capacity this time, mm-hmm. whereas last year we cut it down. Yeah, uh, It went Queensland only, and so that reduced the size a little bit. Uh, but this year, it's going to be open to all states and all uh, New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand. Yeah, 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 yeah it'll be yeah. open to them. Um, if they want to uh, come over and lose, that's fine. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so I think they, they... I've talked to a few of the boys over there and they had a bit of a point to prove. So hopefully New Zealand sends a team or two over. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a good time. I've been chatting with the venue and stuff and they're, they're opening it all up for us. Yeah, so all cool. the rooms are going to be open. It's going to be very cool. So the 5th and 6th of November, put it in your diary or your phone or wherever you keep important information about tournaments um tickets are not on sale yet uh it'll it'll, there'll be a bit of a lead up to tickets and stuff yeah yeah i think uh heat two there'll be car park hand jobs for yourself like people can give you a hand oh to get reservations yeah oh right okay that's news to me yeah is that where's spreading (laughs) no no no, that's me yeah yeah that's me telling you that heat two if you're in the car park of mount gravatt yeah right don't that's that's not entirely true just rock up I don't think Zoe will approve of that Have at all. rubber gloves on. Oh, it's fine. Because sometimes you can just do a little bit of finger in the butt. Oh, dear. Oh, it's good. Dear. Well, that's exciting. That's, I yeah. I know um, as soon as you put the announcement up, Tim and I were messaging each other and we said, what team are we doing? And basically we said, we owe Wes and Zach uh, yeah, a man. team. So yeah. we're, we're going to team up with those two. And man, I think that's going to be a solid team. It'll be fun. It'll be good That'll fun. That'll be a so, great team. Yeah, it'll be good fun. So, but yeah, it is like every year that we've had it so far, it's been, I like from a from an organizer's perspective, it's been an absolute blast. Mm. And everyone comes into it with the right attitude. Yeah. The right attitude and everyone comes into it for fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited because I think um, apart from Heat's, and maybe the finals if I make it, but um, pretty much, yeah, the teams is going to be the two day event for me for the year, sort of thing. Yeah, man. With new bub, I can't really wrangle no, too, that's fair too many weekends at the moment. <laughs> Once she's a bit older, it'll be easier. But yeah, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be good. I can't wait for teams. It's going to be Absolutely, so much yeah. fun. Good it's to see everyone awesome. around the Australian community as well. It's yeah, well, I, I hope that everyone's able to travel for it, and and it gives everyone a reason to. Um, to go into state and, and come up to Queensland and yeah. enjoy our fine weather and the fine city of Logan. Yeah. And park, <laughs> and lock car park your, lock your car. Well. Yeah, no, what? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> so, um, upcoming events. I wrote down just a couple. Um, yep. This is more just Queensland ones because yeah, yep. I like to be racist like that. But That's, oh, um, Gauntlet. So, Gauntlet on April 10th. So, that was the... Gauntlet 4 um, yep. so that's at Toowoomba so that's the one I'm hopefully going to on the Sunday Very good. Um, 
be great to see more people come along to those as well. Yeah. I think at the moment there's the room for 24. Okay. Uh, on average, we've been getting about 20, so it'll be good just to yeah, kind of awesome. cap out and get some more people there, but it'll be really cool to see. Um, Burley Brawl next weekend is... Is that next weekend? Scott's event. I thought event. that was further away than no, that. No, no, so oh, next no. weekend. Um, so next Saturday, it's... Yeah, Scott's running it down at IF Burley. Yeah. Um, and that'll be cool to see what people go to that. I can't yeah. make it, but um, the Lions are playing that that night. So oh, I'm, go- true. I'm going to oh, that instead. Oh, that's fair enough. So, yeah. That's fair enough. Um, go the Brisbane Lions. But yeah, it's... Uh, that'll be cool to see again, just locals yeah for sure doing what they do mm-hmm. and then april's the following week yep. is heat one it is heat one which is heat exciting championship yeah so i'm gonna try and pop in on the saturday because it's the easter long weekend so yep. i'm gonna try and pop in on the saturday just to see everyone and kind of see how it's going mm-hmm. uh and then the end of may is heat two and that yep. seems to be where all the big think, big players yeah, going and yeah, it's, so uh, yeah i booked because Heat 1 is on Easter weekend, yes, right? Yeah. So that was immediately... Oh, it was out for me, yeah. It was out away. for me. Yeah. We have family stuff. We have yep. church stuff on that weekend. Yep. Like, there was no way no I was chance. getting... Yeah. yeah, no chance. So I'm like, all right, I'll go Heat 2. Booked Heat 2 pretty much the night. Yeah, I, like, I, as soon as, as, soon it came as out, tickets yeah, came yeah, on sale. Me too, yeah. I booked in. Yeah. Um, and I don't know who's going to Heat 1, because it feels like everyone yeah. is going to heat yeah. too. Yeah. Like it is a shark tank and a half. Yeah. Um, so I oh, like. I think heat one still. I don't. I think there's a couple of tickets. Yeah, I think they have a couple heat. of tickets left. No, well, heat two sold out. Oh, now, heat so, two sold yeah. out. Yeah. And then heat one, I think there's a couple of tickets yeah. left. Um, it's gonna be both events are gonna be awesome. Yeah. Right. I I have full faith that they're gonna be great events. Um, they've brought the the swamp caller shaman the yeah yeah, yeah. the yep. limited model the event mini so you can get that in australia which is cool yeah um and they're playing the interesting thing is they're also playing on six by four six boards by fours, yeah because yeah. obviously it's in the Warhammer store they yep. still have all yep. the tables it's not going to make a huge like it's not yeah a huge it, deal. It'll, uh, like it'll just be what it is but yeah. um the other thing that's interesting with the players pack is that your paint score and sports score gets you higher points so you're more well, likely yeah so you're more well, likely exciting. to <laughs> do better if you have a well-painted army and get oh there you go scores. so i mean the heats have always been run like that yeah um so we've, it's not like so like, competitively yes you can do well yeah um but it, the soft scores are weighted. Like a, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, okay. and I mean, Games Workshop's always done that. So, so what you're um, saying is there's a chance. <laughs> what you're yeah. saying is there's a chance. Uh, so yeah, it'll be it'll be cool to see um, everyone in action there. It's a great store. Definitely. Um, Andrew does a good job running events. And, yeah, yeah. It, it'll be great. So no, it's going to be good. Sweet man. Well, it's that's be, that's, yeah, that's all. Oh, be a great sorry. Time. The corn. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Do we? Do we want to talk about the before? Corn? Yeah, we'll do that before we go. Oh, <laughs> okay. So this right, coming so off my, the back of Beasts yeah, of Chaos, yeah, yeah. And with one of the most bananas updates of all time, and I've paid out on both pats for being salty. Yes. Um. So I'm not. I'm not going to be salty about this. <laughs> okay. But, very good. But let's talk about the corn update. Yeah. Real quick. So my well, not even quick. my overview, spin. yeah. So my overview is is that clearly the rules have been written by someone who's clearly never played corn before. Mm-hmm. The things I like, about okay. It, 
Okay? Yeah. So a couple of things I like. I think the battle tactics are pretty fun. Yes. That they've given. So I agree. Bit of fun. You pick a wizard, you kill a wizard, you get a battle tactic. Yeah, like, that's that very thematic. Yeah, it is. That That's what corn should be. And achievable. It is. Um, a couple others, like kill eight models or more in yeah. a turn. Like, also possible. Yeah. Maybe a bit dodgy. Like, <laughs> if you if you go up against the unit of ten that might have good saves and you panic. Yeah. But, again, not super valuable, but some good choices there. Because yeah. you've got your... your Battle tactics in the book. You got the battle tactics in there. Yeah. The ah <laughs> uh, God. Uh, I want to do this okay. nicely, but yeah. The grand strategy. Yes. I read the first time as if at any point from turn two onwards you summon, you get your grand strategy. Yeah. I was like, great! What an awesome grand strategy! Like that yeah. makes sense. No, 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 no. It is from turn two onwards. You need to summon every turn. Yes. So you need to summon four units. Yep. And you need to use uh, your blood type every turn and this to is, summon. Yeah. This is where it's clearly written by someone who's never played corn. Yes. Because blood tithe for corn is a resource that you can use for some really valuable abilities. Yes. Uh, which, as a corn player, I have never really summoned unless it's late game. No. Maybe turn five, I'll summon from the altar. Yeah. Maybe. But very rarely do I summon. I'm usually using it to get double move, charge in the hero phase, unbind Which are automatically. Incredible yep. abilities. Heals if you get that many. Like yep. there, there's a lot there that you can kind of play around. Blue like Blood Tithe is a fantastic mechanic. Yes. Um but that is a grand strategy. Mm-hmm. Makes zero sense because I thought that maybe the person's played Slanesh and they know or Zinch. Or Nurgle, yeah. where you go... Literally any other Chaos yep, God. all the other Chaos Gods where they go, here's a mechanic where you can summon, mm-hmm. but it doesn't impact anything else in your army. Well, none of the other Chaos Gods, their summoning is an isolated yeah. system. And you don't lose your points once you spend And them. it doesn't reset. Whereas I was, Blood Tithe... I was stunned that they didn't change Blood Tithe. Yep. So that it doesn't yep. go to zero every time you yep. use an ability. I was stunned. It's really weird. Like, I know corn players that I've talked to, that was the number one uh, thing. They're like, it's what the, biggest the fuck? Issue. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you go, oh, I'm going to spend two blood tithes to automatically unbind a spell. Mm-hmm. Great. But if you have four or three, that's yeah. gone. Like, yeah, you know, oh, now I've got to start again. Yeah. The battle trait of mm. ignoring spells on a six. And then if you roll that successfully, you get a blood tithe. If it was a four plus and you rolled yeah. a six and you get a blood tithe, yeah. great. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. <clears throat> Dragons get an automatic ignore spells on a four plus. Yeah. A corn army who is meant to be anti-magic. Yeah. The ultimate anti-wizard the ultimate army. Anti-wizard army gets it on a six. Now yeah. I understand if it might be overpowered or I don't know, whatever. The biggest thing that the I was expecting, which would have made more sense, is that for a corn army, you look at corn berserkers in 40k mm-hmm. and weldies in 40k. Yeah, they get a double piling mechanic. That's yeah. that's what they get. Blood warrior is the only thing that you get some kind of double mechanic mm-hmm. in. Um, I was expecting perhaps that on the charge you get plus one rend. Yep. You do that for corn, it 
gives some kind or you go plus one rend plus one attack for charging yeah makes sense corn wants to be charging they want to be in combat yep. it's their most valuable thing yeah uh rob said it the other day in one of his episodes i think it might have been the same one about slayers because they managed to put in the stuff mm-hmm. about corn saying as a corn player you go in with corn and you go great my army's all about combat and you're not that good at combat yeah uh, there's no benefits there for a corn army no. in in combat. So for me, I kind of I was a bit disappointed because you look at what Beastman got, and it's yeah. that that herdstone ability of his extra rend. Oh yeah. And what it does is it makes them damagey, and yeah. like they have damage output. That's all corn needs is just a little boost to go. Yeah. Like we have so many overlapping buffs for extra attacks, yep. which is great. Yep. That's nothing when you go up against a two plus save. Yeah. Exactly, and it's nothing when you go up against armies that go, oh, I'm not really bothered by combat because I just shoot you off." Yeah. So, I, I guess overall it is disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, like many corn players, the corn are just staying on the shelf. Yeah. And it's a shame because even today, when I walked in to close windows before a storm hit, um, yeah. in the hobby room, I kind of looked at the corn army and I was like, "It's it's a nice army. Like yeah. aesthetically, it looks great. It's yeah, what kept me in the army the whole time." Yeah. Um, and it's disappointing because I look at it and go, are they capable of being run? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Um, did I get any bonus in that army? Like the grand strategy just like, I I don't know who wrote the rules. It's not worth the, the grand strategy is a waste of paper. I've never, I've never seen someone summon. No way, man. And and that's where I, when I misread it, I went, oh, once per game, that's okay. Like because that's five, doable. You go, yep. uh, turn four or five. Yep. Yeah, I won't. I won't unbind. I'll use these for yep. for summoning a unit to yep. get three points. Str- like that's worth it. Yeah, three. You know, getting your grand strategy for some I mean, time. Like the altar's cool. They they updated the altar. I didn't like that they took away the neg one yeah. cast. Um, only because kind of made sense for it to be a neg one yeah. cast and it, it was quite fun to have it in the middle of the table yeah, and, yeah. and people Disrupting going oh, i got to be away from it to yep. get the neg one um, now it's just like if you are in it so you get to summon prayers like yeah. a priest like if you Even put a blood secretor in there yeah. which is cool but again yeah. like what what's that giving you yeah um, yeah I, I mean it's again I don't want to be yeah. overly salty about it I kind of just read it and accepted it and just went yeah the army wasn't great I've got a new army yeah so I'm not super bothered by it yeah. but it would have been nice just to go hey corn would have been an option to take to other yeah. events besides just running the same armies yeah. all the time so I yeah I yeah. would have loved to see like even I'm, I'm, I don't think anyone is expecting a celestial tome to ever top what piece of chaos did no, because that no. was like a crate mm. following that one was always going to be mm. hard i think it's a shame that yeah that corn didn't get basically if you want to run a combat army corn's like a long way down the mm. list mm. and it's that's all it does mm. which is a shame mm. um yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's a battle tome on the horizon for him. Well, I just think that because they've done a tome celestial, they just won't. Do well, it could be a, a that's the thing. It could be a long time yeah. before they get it because that's what they seem to be doing. Is uh, here's a patch. Yeah. To tide you through until we get an update. Until we get so, round to yeah. redoing you. Yeah. yeah. Which is you know which is fair enough. Yeah. 
Uh, look, Corn's had a lot of updates. Like, they have, and their model range is huge. Yep. You know, yep. they were the day one bad guy. Yep. So I, I can understand that they're, you know, having their time out of the yeah. sun, but yeah. they're not even in the same no, no, not even solar system. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, disappointing, but it is. it is what it is. And, and yeah. like, complaining about it, no one's going to listen well, and that's be like, thing. oh, yeah. I'll take that advice like, and change some... it. Yeah. 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 yeah, but um, yeah. So that's the the corn update. Yeah, um, we've got the Ko one on the horizon, so that's yes, coming up next month. Um, I'm really keen to see what they do with that because yeah. I'm hoping battle tactics and grand strategies. That's an army that's just dropped off the map. Yeah, I think it's because it's um, it doesn't have monsters. Yeah, it uh, unfortunately for Ko. With all the save stacking, their damage outputs disappeared. Mm. Um, because really, they're then looking for sixes on the um, big ho- hooks to spike three mortals. Yeah. Um, but like I play, I've played KO or played against KO multiple times now with Tim, mm. and my army save stacking. He can't kill. Like he he says to me in yeah. mid game, he's like, "I'm not even going to bother shooting Ilariel." Yeah, right. Which frees me up for <laughs> yeah. a lot of damage coming out, and yeah. he's like, "I just can't kill it." And the way that they change the gold, because your um, grand strategies, or sorry, your, um, what are they called? The triumphs. Yep. Triumphs are now uh, reroll charges, plus one wound, or um, automatically pass battle shock. Yeah. Like that's your three options. So it used to be like your pluses to save or reroll yeah, save yeah. or whatever it was. Now they've changed those triumphs. Mm-hmm. The gold that KO spends yeah. is not really worth it. I wouldn't be surprised if they go a bit more like the Lumineth, where Lumineth is they go plus one save or they reroll cast with the gold. Yeah. And then that gives them neg one to bravery yeah, for, the, okay. for the rest of the yep. game. So. For me, I wouldn't be surprised if KO do something like that or if they get bonuses for being on objectives, like get a bit of extra gold yeah. or they they count as two models or whatever. I would love to see boats just get the monster keyword. Yeah. Um, not the little tiny ones, but the... The um, ironclad. Ironclad and example. the frigates would be good to get the monster keyword. Or they just have a grand strategy where they keep all their boats alive. And if their yeah. boats are alive by the end of the game... They, they yeah, just give strategy. them achievable, yep. achievable missions. Because yep. it's you know like Tim was running a cool boat and bubble boy list the other day yeah. had keep battle line alive as his grand strategy and he had to put six bubble boys behind terrain hidden yeah. away, take them out for turn like turn five to get the battle to oh, to the grand strategy and it kind of stopped him from getting some damage output to yeah get my general which would have got him you know, mm-hmm. some extra points. So yeah, KO will be interesting to see. I, I would love to see them get some love and yeah. a nice Tome Celestial update, not the corn update. No, yeah. no. All right, Gabe, well, where can people find you, mate? Uh, all right, I can I can be found. Uh, I am on Twitter mm-hmm. at the Runax. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Gabriel T. Hanna, which is where I'm posting a lot of my work in progress mm-hmm. stuff. And I am on Facebook at the Runax Wargaming. Nice. And where can people find you, Gammy? Uh, M underscore Gammy at Twitter. Oh, baby. Com. That's not a thing. But yeah, Dot, just go to Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's where I mainly have been posting stuff. Yep. On Facebook pages. Um, but yeah, it's... And the Mango Mafia page as well. So I've been yes. posting Commandeering on that, that one. Yeah. yeah so, very cool. Yep. So Mango Mafia on yep. Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. Very cool. Sweet. 
Very good, mate. Uh, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this has been episode 13 of Renax Radio, and we will catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Bye.